0: Welcome to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9 at WRQK.com. I want to address this early, and we will address it often on the program because I get asked a lot about it. And so instead of uh, responding back to all the tweets and all the emails, I'll just try to address it on the air. Hopefully, uh, all of you will hear it. Here's the deal on the podcasting on the program. I've gotten answers now. Okay. Apparently, if you go to WRQK.com okay. and like try to listen to it there or download it right from there, works perfectly fine. There's an issue with the mobile app, which is how everybody does this stuff nowadays. Download the
1: app. Download the app. Download download the the app. app.
0: Right. So the podcasting program that we have purchased is having issues syncing, I guess, with the mobile app, with our mobile app. And that's where our issues seem to be. Now, I've been told uh, as of yesterday that they they know about it. They feel like they're circling the drain on what it is. It's as well above me or anybody in this building at this point. New York's involved. A bunch of people are involved. So that's what's happening with that. Uh, But you can go to WRQK.com, listen to the podcast that you may have missed. Uh, from previous uh days on the show I am joined this morning every weekday morning by the able bodied Matthew Fantone who will be dancing with Canton stars yeah. and you'll get tickets to that show this morning on the program that will be november the 12th at the canton palace theater and also you're going to be at td's doing like a uh well like a uh, celebrity bartending thing for that is that thursday
1: thursday night five to seven td's tailgate right there on, uh, on 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 tusk um last night i actually had to go up to the canton palace theater for a uh, a photo shoot for the uh, dancing with the stars thing and it was probably about six o'clock when we got up there and it was a huge line of people outside of the canton palace theater and i'm like what is going on like what is what's happening? And this as I look at these people. I mean, like a bunch of them are dressed in dragon and stuff, and I'm like, "What is going on? Like, what's happening here?" Rocky Horror Picture Rocky Show. Rocky Horror Picture Show, dude. Yeah. I uh, I went in like that you makes know, sense. we got in there obviously before everybody else, and um, I, I was like in the I was like in the theater, and there was all these like bags of toast, and I'm like, "What is all this toast? Like, there's just toast, like loaves and loaves of bread toasted." And the girl that I'm dancing with, she was like, "Oh, you don't, you've never done the Rocky Horror Picture Show oh, like experience." Worst. And I was like, well, I've seen the movie. I, I've never done the, you know, done it. And she's like, oh, people are throwing toast. People are like, like standing up and screaming things. And I don't know, man. I've never uh, I've never done it. Oh, I'm a little disappointed that I didn't last night.
0: I had to host it at Cedar Lee a couple of times Ooh. when I was working up north. And dude, it's brutal. It's brutal. Those people think it's really great. And look, if you're a fan of something, you're a fan of something. I'm a fan of a ton of things that all of you would think was I don't queer or whatever and i just don't get it i don't understand that movie i don't understand the fandom surrounding it you know me i'm a kiss fan and i would never paint my face like paul stanley to go to a kiss concert i won't even wear a t-shirt of a band i'm going to see
1: but plenty of people do right, right i mean yeah. plenty of people so are going so people to- do
0: it i just think all that stuff's kind of silly i just think it's all over the top and just kind of silly but i don't yeah i've never understood the fandom of that stuff and everybody all the dudes dressed up like tim whatever his name is and they're
1: all in drag yeah it's i don't get it i was i was a little bit like and the show started at 7 30. And there was a part of me that was like, dude, yeah, you could do this. Like, you, I mean, you'll be tired, but you could do this. And I'm like, nah, dude, I'm going to stay up for the World Series. I don't want to waste my, 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 my sleep hours on Rocky Horror Picture Show. But no, I you was, don't. but I was, I was a little bit like, dude, I like experiences, whether I enjoy the movie or not, whether I would participate in such an over the top way. It's like, I like to go see crazy ass shows like that. And I was a little disappointed. I, didn't I can't believe you've never time. seen, I
0: mean, the- have you seen the movie? You know, I've seen the movie. So you've never been in the theater like when they all, all right, It's because, dude. Here's the thing: they all stand
1: up and sing the songs, right? Right. And I mean, I, I, and listen. Would I know the songs well enough? Or would I? I no. But I'd want to see it. I'd want to. I'd want to breathe it all in. And I'm just kind of disappointed and go. I. Th- all
0: right. I. I get it. Because you haven't done it, right. I, I'm telling you. I think 20 minutes in, I think you're, <laughs> you're like, dude, right, where done. the hell the fire exit? I'm here comes here. the alarms! Get me out of here! Yeah, I well, maybe not, dude. You are you kind of like laughing at spectacles, yeah? I like where I just want to take people and like smack their heads together <laughs> for being a spectacle. Like that's who I am. I, I just I don't enjoy the Rocky Horror
1: Picture Show. How did the uh, How did the Halloween festivities go for you yesterday? Anything? Happen? I just
0: I just stayed away from most of it. Okay. I uh, you know I, I I should tell you this at eight and nine o'clock this morning we'll get you hooked up with a thousand dollars. Also, 9 o'clock, we have New Tour Tuesday coming up. New Metallica is part of that as well. Coming up at 7 o'clock, I was wrong, 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 wrong on something. We will get into that. But I, uh, I avoided Halloween most of uh, the ways yesterday. Like I said, I live in a very weird part of downtown where you're not going to see a lot of kids like, around. And I guess they did the trick-or-treating like, over the weekend or whatever anyway. And uh, it was before yesterday. So I didn't do much of anything. I, I, I just, uh, you know, the Halloween, it's not my day.
1: I, uh, I know people love Halloween and taking their kids out trick or treating, but the concept of like, hey, let's do trick or treating on Sunday. I'm always kind of like, well, it's not Halloween, so why are you doing it? I think Halloween should be like the last Saturday of, of October. And you know just what I decided. Mean? Right. And like, it's not like there's no, you know, at least with December 25th. And obviously it's, you know, well, how, how, how accurate is it? But people say like, well, no, that's Jesus's actual birthday. Halloween, we could just be like, no, let's do it the last Saturday. Because that way you could have better parties. You could have the party on Halloween. You could go trick or treating on Halloween. I think it would just make more sense. Instead of the 31st. Yeah, because, I mean, uh, yesterday, I mean, it was kind of just like, there were people who were like, oh, it's the best day of the year. And I'm like, no, it's not. You're at work, idiot. I would have always thought it would have been the
0: 13th anyway. Right. Isn't that like right? the number that everybody's like, oh, right? Like, that's the number you're supposed to be afraid of because the number there's numbers to be feared of. I'll tell yeah. you what I tried to do yesterday for Halloween. What is that? And wasn't able to do. You know who was, wi- I'm glad you brought this up. Okay. You know who was wildly unprepared for Halloween yesterday? Who's that? I'll t- Dude, wildly unprepared for Halloween. Netflix. Had dropped the ball on Halloween completely. I had to, I was like looking for scary movies. I wanted to watch a scary movie yesterday, right? And so I like plugged my Roku box in. I pull up Netflix and I'm like starting to like go through. I had to scroll all the way down to the bottom of the category to even get to the, sca- Dude, right below the scary movie. This is how far down the list scary movies were. They were right above LGBTQ movies. Jeez. Like, look, I'm not looking to rally against anybody dude have all your movies all you want but that dude that's how far i had to go down it was like 75 categories it's not like the first one like this day
1: on halloween you'd think but i think that's all based on like previous viewing habits so i'm not necessarily surprised the lgbtq (laughs) movies are uh, a little higher up in the stansbury queue there
0: i uh well no it was all the way at the bottom like and so like i couldn't and so like then you get to the scary movies and netflix had not one decent scary movie in it Like, there wasn't anything, like, none of the big franchises were in there. None of the, I was like, you guys, you're just announcing you're raising your prices, which is fine. Your service is worth the money. It is. I use it enough to where it's worth the money. But you're not even going
1: to, like, capitalize on, like, today? Yeah, you'd probably put the scary movies up on the top. Of and even,
0: no, I even get some good ones. Fine, I got to search for them. I understand you use the algorithms, and it's like you, you keep me in the vortex of, like, trying to get me to all. So I just watched Stranger Things 10,000 times. I get it. Netflix. But at the end of the day, throw some decent movies in there.
1: Netflix is complicated though, because you know, Nightmare on Elm Streets and, and and movies like that, they don't necessarily need to be on Netflix for the distribution. You know what I'm saying? Like those movies can stand on their own. Where neither does Tommy Boy, but it's been on there for three years. Yeah, but does Tommy Boy? You know what I mean? Like does Tommy Boy? Do Chris Farley movies? Yeah, kind of more than those than than really. Yeah, those haunted or horror movies kind of have like that niche audience that they're already going to. You know be passionate about and, 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 and have like a cult fan base where like Tommy boy. It's like, yeah, dude, it's Chris Farley movie. Yeah, you know. It- OK, I'll give you that in 364 days out of the year that that's probably
0: the way to operate. On Halloween, throw me a bone and do don't make me search for it and give me a couple of the big French. You don't know that this is what people are going to want to do yeah. on this day. Your whole service is based on keeping my fat ass Planet right in front of the TV using your product so I never cancel you. And if you wanna do that, you're gonna have to play into what it is we expect to do on these holidays. Much like dude at Christmas time, I think you better have the fireplace TV thing, right? Netflix does that, right? Like I think you I don't understand why I had to search for a haunted movie yesterday, for a scary movie yesterday for Halloween. Although, okay, all right, you know what? There was one other Halloween related thing. If you were listening, I think it was a little later in the program yesterday, and I even said, I was like, I don't want to be this guy. But I had claimed that my apartment had been haunted. I was like, my, my apartment's haunted. There's something happening in the bedroom of my, my apartment. could not be explained. There were noises that could not be explained. Twitter reached out and said, well, this is what we think it is. Well, yesterday afternoon, we got to the bottom of my house being haunted, and I'll tell you what was happening next on The Sansbury Show. Hey, guys, you got Sansbury here for high-voltage indoor karting. It's Northeast Ohio's first, fastest, and longest indoor high-performance electric go-karting track. If you haven't been out there yet, no better time than October Fast. It's the time. The October Fast special is killer. Check this out. Monday through Friday from noon to 6 p.m. You get two races for $25, bucks, and it's 6 o'clock till you get two races for 30 bucks. October Fast is going on at High Voltage Indoor Karting. Find out more at HighVoltageKarting.com.
1: On Canton's Rock Station, Rock 1069.
0: Uh. Welcome back to the Sands Ray show on Rock 106.9 become $1000 richer at 8 a.m. this morning. It's Rock 106.9's big cash handout. We'll give you the first keyword of the day at 8 a.m. you'll text it in and you'll get some money for your holiday spending. I just told fans, I cannot believe it's November the 1st. It's
1: uh it's, it's official now, dude. It's I mean, lying by. We uh cuz let's be real, we've said this before on the show. The last month of December, it, dude, nobody's doing anything. Like it's a throwaway month. You might as well it's just the Friday of months. You might as well just call it 2017 right now. Jeez. This year flew for me, which I guess is good,
0: right? If it feels like a year takes forever, it's because your life's probably bad or hard or difficult or you're going through like challenges. Like my life wasn't necessarily challenging in 2016. You know who's kind of going through it right now? Who's that? Is our boss. Yeah. He's at the airport trying to get out of town for vacation. It's yeah. like the guy's finally taking a vacation. His flight's delayed right now. So I just texted him. I was like, "You know, while you're stuck in the airport with nothing to do, you should download the iHeartRadio app so he can help you kill some time." He
1: was not amused. No, I wouldn't expect him to be. I didn't I didn't know he was gone. He's gone all this week. He's oh, yeah. gone. He's out. Yeah, see all you. right. Got to go.
0: Got to go. See ya. He's out of here. So, <laughs> I told him to check out iHeartRadio, check out the program on radio. He was not amused by that. So yesterday in the program, I had, uh, and I don't buy into this kind of stuff. I was like, I think my apartment might be haunted on Halloween of all days. And I was like, something's going on in my apartment. And I legitimately thought something might, I thought I was going crazy, really. And here's what was happening. It had been like three, four days where I heard like like a ringing sound in my bedroom. And it was loud enough to where I thought it was coming from outside of the bedroom. And I couldn't understand for the life of me why my next door neighbor wasn't complaining about it and but i couldn 't hear it in my living room couldn 't hear it in the kitchen or the you know bathroom it was the bedroom only isolated right there in that room and I had bartended all weekend and I got home and I just i couldn 't sleep because of this ringing, and I was just like walking around the bedroom then I walked out there 's a door. In my bedroom that leads out to my back patio I was out there in the middle of the night Nothing in my, but my underwear Like searching for like the ringing sounds And so yesterday in the program I said I can't believe I'm going to be this guy And I, can't, I couldn't It's like I can't believe I'm going to be this guy On Halloween of all days Talking about how I think something weird Is happening in my apartment
1: At first I was like Well it's probably just hearing loss Like you know Stansberry working in radio Working in bars It's just an inevitable thing that... And I wear headphones when I listen right. to music at home a lot right. Like that's
0: my, that's my method
1: And then I'm like Well dude maybe it is something else And I honestly I was like Dude maybe this is the thing where he goes over the edge. Maybe this is just, you know, the 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 straw that broke the camel's back. Stansbury goes full telltale heart, starts like, you know, ripping up floorboards, screaming, trying to find this thing. It was like stir of echoes
0: in there. I was like trying to get to the bottom of what the hell was happening. I couldn't figure it out. And so I had made like this whole huge deal about it right. on the program yesterday, because I couldn't get to and honestly it was like it was affecting my sleep and I was starting to go nuts. So I go home after the show yesterday. And I enter my building through that back door off my bedroom and uh, the back patio, and that's how I go into the apartment every day. And there's a fenced courtyard out there. So I open the gate to the fence, and I walk through there, and there's two of the maintenance guys, and they're like painting the railing. Okay. And they're good dudes, and I always forget their names, but they're good guys, and they listen to the show a lot. They're really cool guys, and you know, we'll say hello and have a couple of minute conversation when I walk by them and stuff. And I walk in, and they're both like bent over, laughing hysterically. And I was like, What? They're like, Well, we were listening this morning. I was like, Oh, well, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed that. They're like, No, dude, we found your ghost. Your apartment's not haunted, you idiot. We found, we found your ghost. I was like, Oh no. And then I knew immediately, like, immediately, I just hung my head in shame. I knew, I was like, Oh my God, I was really dumb. And I said to him, I was like, did you have to go into the apartment? And they're like, no, this had nothing to do with your apartment. And they said, in the basement, where nobody hardly ever goes, there was a battery out. This is what everybody thought it was. And like a smoke alarm or something in the basement. And my bedroom happened to be directly above where that was in the basement. And that's why it, would, it sounded loud to me. Nobody else in the building could hear it. Right. And it's why it could only be heard in the one room. And, do both those guys, I mean, they just thought it was, like, the funniest thing in the world that, like, for three... And the one guy said to me, he goes, why do you never call us? He's like, I noticed that. He's like, we listen to the show all the time. He's like, and you'll go in there and you'll talk about stuff that you can't figure out in your apartment and that weirds you out and stuff. He's like, We're, you're supposed to call us for stuff like that.
1: It's how they keep their jobs. I mean, it is. <laughs> he's like,
0: you just... He's like, what is that with you? And I was like, well, half the time I don't want to have to clean the apartment to let you in it.
1: And the other half of the time, you don't want to feel like an idiot. Like, hey, I hear this weird noise <laughs> in my apartment, and I'm a grown man, but I can't. I can't, dude. I can't figure it out. Help me. There's multiple things in my
0: apartment right now that need to be replaced that I won't call because I'm like, well, I'm a man, and I should just do that.
1: Oh, but I mean, are you? I mean, are you going to? <laughs> like like you know there, are, there are light
0: bulbs. Like I have all my closets in my, uh, in my apartment, I have outlets in them with lights in them, so you can like turn the lights on in any of the closets in the apartment. And they take those long tube-like lights, and most of them are burned out now because I've lived there almost three years, and I've never changed them. And I just, I, 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 they say, they're like, yeah, just call us. We'll bring new ones. We'll put them in. Everything will be fine. But I won't do it because I'm like, I'm a man. I'm supposed to do that. I'll just go to Home Depot. But the thing is, I won't just go to Home no, Depot at all. I'll pass Home Depots. I'll do it all the time. I'll pass them, see it, and go, yeah, I should go in there and get those light bulbs. Eh, I don't know what size they are. Eh, I don't know the wattage. I'll write it down when I get home. And then I go home, and then I never write it down. I never do anything.
1: It's one of the benefits of renting, dude. You don't have to be a real man. You don't even have to have a toolbox. Just call somebody. Hear that? If you rent, you're a sissy, according to Fantode. Well, I'm very glad your apartment isn't haunted. I'm, not I'm, di- lie. I'm disappointed.
0: I honestly, I wanted a little bit more. I think my life could have used a little bit more excitement.
1: Could have been a Netflix movie. They would have never showed it. No. They
0: would have never. They would have never had it. Below the LGBTQ movies, it was above the LGBTQ ah. movies, which I thought was strange to have to get all the way down there to find scary movies on Netflix. I did. I thought that was a little strange. You know, jobs in the broadcasting industry are hard to get. They are. They're tough to get, right? And it's because they're pretty good jobs, and they're fun, and you can make decent money doing this if you find the right job. We haven't been able to do that, but like some people actually can make a living doing this. And a couple of broadcasters have lost their position at a TV station here locally, and it should have been expected that this would happen. I don't know why they wouldn't think that this would happen for what they did. We'll tell you how they got themselves fired next on the Stansberry. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 1069. You have two opportunities this morning to become $1,000 richer. Your first one's at eight, your second one's at nine. We'll give you keywords. You text them in, you win some money. With Rock 1069's Big Cash Handout, also at nine o'clock, is New Tur Tuesday. We'll play you three new songs in a row brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino. You get new John Legend today, new Low Cash, and new Metallica.
1: Oh, yeah, I saw that they released something yesterday yeah. for Halloween. Yeah, we,
0: uh, we had Pop Evil slated to go. And we decided we would bump Pop Evil for Metallica.
1: Seems like the right call. Right? Yeah. yeah. I felt like
0: that was the right executive decision to make. Yeah. Oh, also, I know I'm that annoying guy that's like, see, I told you. See, I told you. So you're not going to do that? At 7 o'clock, I'm going to have to walk back (laughs) some stuff I said, and I'm going to have to be like, you know what? I was wrong on that. Dug my heels on it. I was wrong about it. So... We'll find out that I'm not so smart at 7 a.m. this morning. You know who else is a couple of dumbass broadcasters? Who's that? A couple of chicks that worked at W, uh, our Channel 5 News. There's a show coming to the area on Friday, and everybody's pumped to see it. And you should be because he's a legend. Jay Z's going to play.
2: I got a million ways of getting
0: <laughs> in support of Hillary Clinton. and the other morning i guess tickets were released and two anchors from channel 5 news jackie fernandez and samara theodore were fired after they were posting online that they were standing in line to get the free daisy tickets and they were not fired because he is playing for hillary clinton and they were show and, 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 and like because of like political affiliation. That's not why they were fired. They were on the clock while they went to go get the tickets. Corporate had posted a message on like their website telling employees to be extra careful of not participating in any political activities from now until the election. So this is a little bit about the fact that it was political, but it's also about the fact that you were wasting company resources and you were on the clock and went to go stand in line to get tickets. I guess their bios are still online, but that's just IT not being up to speed and not taking them down as of yet. Fernandez, apparently, Jackie Fernandez, has already changed her Twitter handle to take the reference to the station off of her handle, which you should do right. before ever tweeting anything else out. Right? You should change that. Otherwise, I believe they could take action.
1: I don't know, but I would assume that there's probably a law somewhere that says that they could. Um, I understand that, you know, some broadcasters feel like, no, I have to put News Channel 5 into my bio or into my Twitter handle. Um, just based on the constant worry of being fired, I'm not that guy. I'm not gonna be like, "Hey, Fantone on Rock 106.9," because I'm like, "Well, dude, you're gonna get fired soon." You know what I mean? Like, it just feel like it's just around the corner. So, I-
0: here's the thing: they could fire you anyway be- because you're always going to be a spokesperson for the radio station. What they're gonna say, but I would say that if you have the call letters or the frequency associated with the account, they're going to, they're gonna, they're gonna care more about Course. what it is you say for Course. sure. I mean, how did you not know not to post online that you were going to go do this and that your boss was going to see this and that they honestly these businesses broadcasting they 're always looking to cut corners and get rid of people and save on salaries, especially around the holiday so i don 't understand
1: why you would have given them this, I mean especially when they 've been warned like, hey, do not do this as a news broadcast you know outlet we can 't have our journalists we can 't have our reporters we can 't have our people involved in in, in the it looks like you're showing a bias which honestly I wish the
0: country would understand that honestly people just want to see Jay-Z like there's a reason why you get Jay-Z to do it it's because people want to go see it I understand he's doing it to support Hillary but I don't think do you think that that means that everybody that goes to that Jay-Z show though now I understand why corporate sees it that way because honestly we as American people will overreact to be like oh my god that's not right But at the end of the day, you should just be able to, as an adult, understand that two young women just want to go see Jay-Z because young women want to go see Jay-Z. Yeah,
1: I mean, one of the greatest rappers of all time. You should just go see Hove because it's going to be a good concert. Um, But at the same time, yes, we can can see that and we can understand that. Um, uh, But from corporate's perspective... Right,
0: no, I understand why they did it. And it's because most of people out there, like society, which is so funny because when we all talk about this, we always say people. And in reality, what we're saying is is us or you, if you hear about this, you're like, well, that's not right. And I don't know what's not right about it. Tickets were free, so it's not like you're coughing up money to the campaign in any way, shape or
1: form. And you just want to see Jay-Z. Um the only thing I'll say about that is if if you're going there as a non-supporter um it's going to be exhausting. I mean because let's be real between every single song he's going to be like, "Ha ha, it's the kid Hove, Hillary, you should vote for, her. you know what I mean?" Like- I'm not
0: totally sure about that. I actually went in 08 when he did the show for Obama at the Q. I was at that. The company had the box and they gave us all the tickets and we went and you know we all took dates and there was a little bit of it, but it wasn't I mean, there were a lot of people holding Obama signs in the crowd, though. But I don't... Like, now, years later, I don't remember that as part of the night. Like, I look back on that night and very fondly, because, again, I took a date and we had a great night. So that's a, it's a fond memory for me, but I don't necessarily have it, like, burned in my brain as a political rally event. But, again, like two people that are in the media in the public eye need to be savvy enough not to post on social media that you're standing in line during work to go get free Jay-Z tickets like they're right there that disqualifies you from those positions if you ask me
1: yeah I mean regardless of any political context and obviously you know as as, as a supporter I can I can you know well, they shouldn't be you know fired for who they want to vote for this wasn't the issue that right. wasn't the issue at all Um, the issue of, of, of standing in line in in Wasting company time Why would you post that On social media Unless you were Covering the story And then obviously We'd be in a completely Different you conversation you were sent
0: there To cover it And you, then you happen To be standing in line Like you know what I'm here anyway Let me try to grab Some of these Which I think you'd be Found out doing that too But it's just not smart
1: I, uh, I don't know how long Those lines were Or anything like that um, I do know that If you volunteer For the Hillary Clinton campaign You can very easily Get tickets to this Yeah So it, there's a little bit Of me that's like Look at these people waiting for three hours in a line, and when all you'd have to do is go make an hour's worth of phone calls, and you could be done with this. But somebody
0: offered me three hundred and fifty dollars a ticket for my Jay Z tickets when he did this for Obama in OA. and I was like, "Well, dude, I can't sell them to you. They're in my company's corporate box. Like that's like my boss is going to be in there yeah. and know that you're not me. Like that's going to that's going to look bad on me."
1: Although my date had enough glitter on to make it look bad for me too, I probably should have skipped it um obviously hillary clinton uh bringing jay-z into town to uh number one uh reinforce the african-american vote number two is to reinforce the millennial vote um do you start seeing i guess we've only got a week left so if he's going to do it he's got to start doing it soon but is there a counterpunch here with donald trump what's the counterpunch to jay-z every other radio format in the country has been trying to figure
0: that out for a decade plus there is no counterpunch to jay-z there isn't
1: Luke Bryan, Jason
0: Aldean, one of those, one of those bros. I don't think you'll get it. I think, I think honestly, I think if in any other political climate, yeah, the, the red, the red guy can get like a big, huge country star. Tell me the country star who wants to take the hit standing next to Donald Trump right now? Nobody. There, it's not worth the risk. I don't think. There's too much. Even dude, even people inside of that party are like, ugh, dude, I don't want any part of that. And so I, yeah, I think if it was Mitt Romney or if it was like you know I'm just pulling names out of here, guys that I know are Republican, I think it was John Kasich or one of those guys. I think you could get Jason Aldean and Luke Bryan or somebody like that to just do up. it. But nobody wants to take the hit on the record sales that's going to be. You know what I mean?
1: Especially right now, week out, it's like why my. Don't give anybody
0: this? a reason to be like, dude, you support that guy? You know, you're doing a duet with what's her name? Are you just going to grab her by the pee? You know, I mean, dude, look, Donald Trump, dude, he, he's got nobody to blame but himself. He made that bad. Now he's got a lie in it. I, I, you know, which, by the way, I'm ready for this stuff to be over. I forgot to vote yesterday. Maybe I'll do it today when I get out of here. I saw another one of those Killery this morning and another one of those. She's Hitler this morning. I don't know why that makes me mad. I, I just I, I, I got to get to the point where this stuff doesn't affect me like that. But when I see people. Make Hillary Clinton into Hitler. And I saw like seven of those memes this morning. Do you have any idea how awful Hitler was? And granted, Hillary has made some questionable decisions in her political career. I know she has. But I don't think it's on on pace with Hitler. I really don't
1: the Hitler you know comparison and it, it at the end of the day once you start talking politics especially on the internet it eventually is going to turn into D- well, D- hitler. your candidate is hitler your candidate is hitler your candidate is hitler cuz let's be real i mean people on the left are very very quick to go to that oh trump he's hitler he's hitler he's hitler um the point is to say that they're evil and, and, and all they're an evil person. But you're right in the sense of like you can't. You That's can't fine.
0: But when you bring Hitler into Hillary Clinton, I know I shouldn't listen to anything else you have to say on right. your opinion of that because you're lacking the historical perspective on Hitler. You really, really are. You're downplaying Hitler. And it's a shame the History Channel really isn't the History Channel anymore. I don't know why it's like two guys rumbling through old houses looking for a vase. I don't know why that's the History Channel now. But when the History Channel first came out, that's all it was was Hitler. It was 24-7 Hitler. Let me tell you, it looked a lot worse than the Hillary Clinton.
1: Let's just stop the Hitler comparisons. Let's stop calling people Nazis. You know what I mean? Like, let's let's get better than that, America. I'm hearing from Twitter that Ted
0: Nugent would have stand by Donald Trump. The Nuge would have for sure. And screw Jay-Z. Well, here's the problem, Matt, who tweeted that in. You're probably right. But Jay-Z sells out the Q tomorrow without Hillary. Ted Nugent probably couldn't sell out CSU. I think CSU's being nice. Was the Agora hold 17? That's pushing it at capacity? Yeah, dude, I don't, th- I don't think the Ted Nugent sells out the Agora tomorrow a little bit of wango tango dude a little bit of fred bear come maybe on maybe he does i saw him out front of the rock hall there might have been 600 people at that for Ted Nugent. and i love teddy i love sweaty teddy the music of sweaty teddy uh, some of the some of the poly- now some of the stuff he's right about not every not you know just because you disagree with somebody doesn't mean they're wrong on everything
1: um and I, I i i uh i as well I'm a fan of Ted Nugent Well I, dude, living up in Michigan for as long as you, you did had to be Yeah, right, you had to love the guy Kid Rock, Bob Seger, Ted Nugent You had to love all those dudes Well Bob
0: Seger you should love You show that man the respect he deserves
1: um, I, I, I really do get bothered And it's one thing when it's a crime that's absolutely reprehensible Like Michael Jackson, Bill Cosby or whatever But when people are like Oh dude, I can't believe Ted Nugent He's supporting Trump You know what, I'm never listening to Fred Bear again And it's like, why? <laughs> why? Just because I don't agree with your politics Just because I don't agree with like who you're supporting, that doesn't change the fact that Wang Tango" is a good song. Dude, Stranglehold's always going to rock. Right, always. right. I, I saw, what's his name from uh, Malcolm in the Middle and uh, Breaking Bad, Brian Cranston? Yeah. He yeah, said yeah. he said he's moving to Canada if Trump wins. Number one, that's a stupid thing to say. It is. It is. It's just a dumb thing to say. But people just were just reacting like, oh my god, I'm burning my Breaking Bad DVDs. And it's like, why?
0: I don't know why people think because you like something everybody needs to be in kinship with you.
1: Right like that we all have to be on the same page like uh, when it comes to Paul of course you're not going to be of course you're not
2: down the trails again
0: all right I mean I dude, we should play more nuge right
1: glad to
0: have you side all right well jay-Z's doing a rally for Hitler apparently on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Hitler! Hillary! They both start with H You guys are insane. Alright, I love getting up on my hill and telling you I was right. I was right, I was right. So in the interest of being fair, and I don't want to be accused of not being fair. I was wrong on something. I had dug my heels on something and said there's absolutely no way that will happen. Trust me, I know more about this than you. I'll be right, and I was wrong. And I will recant and eat my words next on Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9 WRQK is conducting a test of the emergency alert system. This is only a test and should last
1: seven seconds. Rock 1069.
0: Welcome back to the Stansbury Show We're on Rock 1069. Eight o'clock, win yourself $1,000. Nice. We'll give you the first keyword of the day for Rock 1069's big cash handout.
1: You'll text it in, you'll win 1000 bucks. Comma in that number. That's a good sign. When you got a comma in that number, big I've fakes. heard that's nice. I've, I haven't been able to see it in a while. That That would be kind of cool.
0: But we're happy to give it to you. Eight o'clock. Also, have another opportunity at nine, right before New Tour Tuesday, brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino. New John Legend, new Low Cash this morning, and also new Metallica. All part of that.
1: I'm uh, I'm excited to hear all those songs. I like John Legend for the most part. Me too. Um, uh, Metallica, obviously, I want to hear it. Sure. And uh, Low Cash, they sing the national anthem. I think it was Game Two of the World Series. I did not know that. I didn't see that.
0: But I, uh, you had told me that yesterday. And they've got a couple of songs that were okay. They're they're very guilty of a lot of that bro country like a lot of the stuff that people don't like about bro country, low cash, definitely guilty of it. So when people say to me, Oh I don't really like that because of that, I can that I can I can get it with them. I can't.
1: I've been a little underwhelmed by the National Anthem Singers for the World Series. Um, uh, game one was Rachel Platten. Yeah, that seemed weird. Low cash. There was like some opera singer at, uh... Yeah, I heard that. At the the Cubs game. I don't know. It just, to me, it's the World Series. Like, dude, how is, you know, I don't know, how are are the biggest and best artists of the the time right now? Surprising. Yeah. You'd want to be a part of that, I would think.
0: I would imagine, and I'm struggling to think of who it is off the top of my head, but like, So you have Cleveland, the home of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. So you have that connection to the music world there. And then Chicago, rich with musical history. you got to imagine there's a million people from the Chicago area...
1: Even if you're not from Cleveland or Chicago, I would just think that like you as, you know, as Taylor Swift or Adele would be like, you know what, dude? This is the biggest stage on, on, you know, in sports right now. This is a huge avenue for me to get out there and for me to expand my brand and, and kind of, you know, push, push things out there. I'm just shocked that, you know, more, uh, more bigger names aren't, 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 aren't attached here. Yeah, I
0: wonder why Taylor doesn't do stuff like that. You know what I mean? I don't. I mean, Adele's not from here, so I understand maybe not her singing the national anthem. But Taylor Swift,
1: I'm surprised she doesn't do stuff like that. Right. I mean, it's it's a what do I want to say? A pretty low risk, low, low, low high reward in that sense because like unless you butcher, oh I just with that unless you butcher the national anthem. If you don't do it great, everybody moves on quickly. Like if you, if you're not awesome and you're not like hey,
0: you're either not remembered or you're remembered for the wrong reason right. singing the national anthem. And the, yeah.
1: And, and the exception there, you got Whitney Houston, yeah. just who dominated it. But other than that, it's just kind of like one of those like. Okay. She did kill that. Yeah, you go out there, you sing the national anthem, USA, USA, everybody's pumped up, and for at least the next week, you've got a little bit of patriotic glow to you.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not going to hurt you unless you butcher it, and a great singer's not going to butcher it. Roseanne butchered it because she's not a singer, and she just was out there making an ass out of herself. Most people, if you approach them to do it, you're, it's going to be somebody with some ability to sing the song especially like you're not going to have somebody you know what i mean at at the world at game six right you know what i mean which is obviously tonight at progressive field now the world series is kind of what we needed to talk about here okay and i am always the guy that likes to say i told you so i love saying i told you so and i don't have a problem saying i told you so and i want to continue to be able to say i told you so when i told you so and the only way to do that is if if and when you're wrong You have to own up to that and say, oh yeah, I'm not so smart. Here's the other side of this. I was wrong about this. And I was wrong about the World Series. I was wrong about this. I had predicted that the ratings for the World Series would be about average for a World Series. Maybe even a little bit below average. I had said, and I maintain that this is true, that outside of Cleveland, nobody really cares about the Indians. And they don't. But I had downplayed America's love affair with the Chicago Cubs. I had downplayed that. I didn't understand I didn't have a full grasp on America's love affair with the Cubs, which is crazy because I've been to games at Wrigley. And I just I didn't understand that the Cubs on some level are one of America's teams. The way the Yankees are one of America's teams. Like the way like the Red Sox are kind of one of America's teams like that.
1: I think at the very least, whether the Cubs are or are not one of America's teams, the story is one of America's stories. That's a fair that's a fair statement. That might be it. I don't know if anybody like I, I, you know, people people will wear a Cowboys hat wherever. People wear a Yankees hat wherever. I don't know if the Cubs get the same love, but this 108 plus years of drought is is something that people want to be a part of and, and witness.
0: I will be honest with you: if the Indians were not in the World Series, that story not enough to suck me into watching every game of the World Series. If I was in a bar and they had it on, I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, what's
1: going on with that? Certainly wouldn't be enough to keep me awake. No, I'd watch the World Series. I'd be like, all right, yeah, let me I've see the, the first Series. pitch. Let <laughs> me see. Right. Exactly. Right. I'm not going to stay awake for the games.
0: Like tonight, I'll stay awake, watch that whole game, stay up late for it. But I really downplayed America's love affair with either the story and or just the team of the Cubs, mm-hmm. and I did. And I didn't have a, I didn't have a full understanding of this. And actually, uh, one of our Twitter followers and a guy who listens to the program every day, very dedicated listener, Chris had said to me, dude, you're an idiot. This is going to break records. And I was like, there's no... Dude, what are you, nuts? No way. And I thought I was right. I always think I'm right. And a lot of the time I am. Most of the time I am. But I was wrong on this. Like When Game Three's ratings came out, it was like, well, it blew away the Game 3 from like 10 years ago or whatever. I was like, well, okay, well, who was playing? What was going on? Fine. I was like, I want to see... The rating from Sunday night when it has to go up against the Dallas Cowboys facing the Philadelphia Eagles and the two like young star quarterbacks of the NFL. You got Dak Prescott going against Carson Wentz. Like that was people couldn't wait to see that game. At least that's what we were told. And the NFL more watched than baseball routinely. Like the ratings of the Super Bowl slay the ratings of the World Series on a consistent
1: basis. Well, yeah. Okay. A part of that, though, you got to take in, it's one event versus, versus the seven, seven days. Event.
0: Right. Right, That is true. But game five against the Cowboys Eagles, I can't believe this. Got a 15 3 share. That is, for those of you that don't understand how ratings work on TV, that's monstrous. Like, dude, Fox is laughing all the way to the bank with that number. They beat the Cowboys Eagles overtime game by 32%. They got an 11.5 for Sunday Night Football. Yikes. I would have never guessed. I would have bet I would have
1: bet the house the other way on that. I can't believe that. We've uh, you know, been following the Indians throughout the year and one yeah. of the things one of the things that have always been brought up is well, attendance is down but television is up. Attendance is down, television's up. Um I guess when you start looking at a nationwide though, you can't necessarily put those same rules into place that that I just feel like with these numbers, it has to be indicative of the NFL spiraling out of control a little bit more, right? I mean, it has to run that by me again, that, that at this point, as we look at, as we look at major league baseball numbers, growing, growing, growing just in Cleveland and nationally, the NFL, this has to prove that the NFL is really kind of spiraling out of control right now.
0: Yes. I heard this yesterday. Michael Lombardi was talking about this and I think he's right about it. That the play in the NFL is bad Like there's more Like false starts and guys can't line up Right and too many men on the field Not enough guys on the field there's more of those type of penalties Than ever before in the NFL And it's because you're not allowed to practice as much You're not allowed to spend as much time Together as a unit before the season And he's like guys and dude teams are going younger And cheaper and so guys just Aren't up to speed and the quality of the games Aren't as good now that's from Michael Lombardi a guy who is like Entrenched in the NFL saying that and I would have to assume that he's a little bit right about that. Is that the number one reason why television ratings are down? No, there's going to factor some things in here. Hillary Trump is going to factor in here. A little bit of the domestic violence is going to factor in here. But with Hillary Trump, that would factor into baseball too, right? Well, I think a lot of the big games haven't gone up against some of the debates. Like, dude, the World Series didn't go up against some of the debates the way some of the NFL games yeah, did. Yeah, but
1: Sunday didn't go up against a debate. You know, the Eagles and Cowboys didn't go up yeah, against Yeah, but the news
0: kind of takes a break on Sunday. You know what I mean?
1: Like, and so... I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm surprised. At this point, it's the perfect storm of things going against the NFL. We were oversaturated with football. There's too many games. I mean, it's just, it's it's four nights out of the week now where you don't feel like you have to watch anything. I think they
0: got to get rid of the, I don't know if you can get rid of both
1: weeknight games, but I think pick Monday or Thursday and be done. Um, you've got all those other things that you've listed, like you know whether it's the domestic violence issues. Um, Guys are getting DUIs cr- and back on the field and criminals. You know just right. that element, and then I at this point I think it's you have to at least acknowledge the fact that playing into this perfect storm is the controversy of, of Colin Kaepernick, of of all those different things. I don't buy that. I think I, it, at least it has to be factored in. I don't view it as the overall number one, but it's... Uh, I
0: think we'd be hearing about that. We're hearing about all these other issues. We're not hearing about the Colin Kaepernick one. Nobody's saying that. And that's the only reason why I say no. I'm not saying you wrong. I just, I, I don't necessarily
1: buy that. Because I think you'd hear it. I think you would see it more. I, think, I mean, dude, that whole thing was done by week two. I think there's plenty of people who said, though, I'm not. I'm done with the NFL now. I think. At least,
0: are those same people going to be in the dial groups of the people that have the the Nielsen boxes?
1: Do you know what the odds of that would be? I mean, that would that would be pretty strong. Well, but there, what, are the, what are the odds that somebody who's pissed off, off about the criminality of it, or what, what are the odds that somebody who's pissed off about you know too many penalties getting called? Yeah, that's fair. So I mean, obviously something's happening here.
0: Also, it should be pointed out that the NFL is coming off of career-high ratings in last year. And anytime you're on a career-high of anything, the following year, you'll probably see a dip. It's kind of hard to go beyond ultimate highs. And I think, yeah, I mean, yes, I guess it would be short-sighted to be like, it's all these things and there's no way it had anything to do with that. Sure. Yeah, I guess it's probably a little partially cap. Which, by the way, how'd that experiment work out? Remember? Chip Kelly wasn't playing him because he's racist. (laughs) Remember that? Now that you've seen the guy play a couple of times, you still think that's it? Oh, you know what? While we're on the NFL, I kind of want to get this off my chest, too. So it turns out I was kind of right about Cam Newton. Remember? I I remember people were trying to make me eat my words on Cam Newton. No, the guy's a puss. I'm going to talk to Roger Goodell because I'm not being officiated properly. Well, the NFL released the numbers yesterday, Cam. 11 quarterbacks. They've missed more roughing the passer calls on 11 quarterbacks more than you. You're not being treated any differently. You're just not as good as you were touted. At least this year, you're not as good as you were touted. Quit crying, you big baby. You want to dab on people when you win? You got to suck it up when you're not playing great. And you won the other day. How about that should be the story? You won! And you're still out there crying in a pink jacket. Talking about how you don't feel safe. Maybe that's why. Maybe because half the locker room wants to beat you up. And I don't understand crying as a quarterback like that because every other team in the league is going to go, what a sissy. And every defensive player in the league just wants to take your head off now, Cam Newton. And you weren't playing well enough in the beginning. And now you're going to invite that kind of pressure on yourself? Way to think it through, dumbass. That kid is such a mental sissy. I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anybody reach the heights of a career like that and not have the mental fortitude to do it. I've never seen it. He is a freak of nature physically. But upstairs, Cam Newton is empty. He's Upstairs, he's empty. Doesn't have it. A little too much Johnny Manziel up there in the brain. Doesn't totally have it. Elevator doesn't go all the way to the top. All right. Fantone's dancing with Canton Stars. He's doing so at the Canton Palace Theater November the 12th. We'll give you tickets for it next on Rock 106.9. Hey guys, you got Sans right here for CSE Federal Credit Union. I've been banking with them since taking this job at Rock 1069 and I absolutely love how local they are. They got three convenient locations for me and they just gave me my new debit card. I now have access to 30,000 surcharge-free ATMs. I'm paying no ATM fees with CSE. Check out more info at csefcu.com. Now with Black Friday right around the corner, everybody's going to be looking to get their shopping done. Whether you need a loan or just a credit card, CSE is here to help you out. Like I said, more info can always be found at cscfcu.com
1: Hantons Rock Station Rock 106.9
0: Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9 online for you WRQK.com I want to give you an update on the podcast a lot of people uh, emailing, tweeting about it let me tell you what's happening here apparently if you go to WRQK.com and try to listen to the podcast that way you can do so there's been an issue with our mobile app and the podcasting system that we use getting synced up properly, people are involved, they've got New York involved now in it, and uh, people are looking into it. This is well above my head and pay right now at this point, but apparently you need to go to wrqk.com to do this. This is not like a rue for more web hits, it's like that's it, it, not what we're up to, it's, uh, it's, uh, but it's we're, uh, we're experiencing some technical difficulties.
1: Yeah, and kind of crappy technical difficulties in the sense of it's beyond your pay scale. It's beyond your control. Um, It it sucks having to, you know, tell people who want to listen to our program, people who want to be a part of it. Like, Sorry, sorry, it's harder. Sorry, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, dude. Hey, like, you are keeping us employed. You are keeping the lights on in our homes. But eh, sorry, dude. And I know that sucks for you, so... Uh, yeah, it's, you just, know.
0: it's not the It's not the easiest. Well, I mean, it's not that it's hard, but it's just like, it's stressful for me, yeah. because I want to, I, as a people pleaser, I want you to be happy.
1: Well, and as as somebody who depends on the audience <laughs> to keep our bread buttered, like, yes, we want you to come back time and time again. We want you to listen in any way possible, and, uh, you know, when the company kind of S's the bet on this, it's like, well, uh, what do you want me to do? Right. It's like being a really good, like, waiter, but the ki- but the kitchen sucks, and every time you go out there to the table, you can tell them like, hey, the kitchen's bad." Doesn't matter. Your and, tips you know. are going to be affected. Right, right. Exactly.
0: Yeah. That's a great analogy for that. That's exactly what this is like. Fantone will be dancing with Canton Stars. He'll be doing yeah. it at the Canton Palace Theater November the 12th. We'll give you tickets for that under 10 minutes from right now. He's also doing a little uh, celebrity bartending benefit for it this Thursday night at TD's on Tusk from 5 to 7. So I'll probably go there and have dinner for that and make you run around and get me beers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. TD's yeah. on Tusk right there. All sorts of great happy hour specials. Seven days a week. You know, nah, never mind.
0: <laughs> there's, uh, there's another bartender there I'm interested to speak to, uh, to speak to. Really? Well. So maybe, maybe I will show up there. Really? All right. Thursday from 5 to 7. I'll be there, buddy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There uh, I do that. We'll give you tickets for Dancing with the Canton Stars here just a few minutes from right now. I'm reading this article okay. out of uh, the Pacific Northwest uh, out of uh, Seattle. And Seattle's worried that places like Washington State, Oregon, and Colorado are all going to see a dip in tourism if more places around the country start to legalize marijuana. Because obviously people are flocking. Like, if you live in Idaho, which is geographically close to both Washington and Oregon, you're right over the border in Oregon. Like, you can just get in the car, drive over to Oregon, get your weed, right? So they're worried that if you open up the floodgate of legal marijuana across the country that these places are going to see a dip in tourism. And the only analogy I can give you that proves this will be 100% true is Vegas. When all those casinos started to open in like Biloxi and then, you know, you moved into like places like Cleveland and Cincinnati and Columbus, Vegas has absolutely seen a dip in tourism because of that.
1: I mean, there's no way that it wouldn't. You know what I mean? There's just once you start giving people more options, they're going to start taking those options. And, and and that's why being a trailblazer on something like this really is, you know, being on the forefront of it is going to be considerably more advantageous than being dragged over the finish line on something like this. Which yeah. Ohio which inevitably will be. We'll be we'll be we'll be in that last group of states. It's like nope, 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 nope. We're not going to get it until it's like gay
0: marriage, where the the federal government says no. Sorry, you're doing it.
1: Remember, we just it was it's like on a Tuesday. It was just like, hey, by the way, gay people, you guys can get married now. We're like, oh, oh oh, yeah, okay,
0: yeah, that's right. We covered that. Uh, All right, I, I guess. You know, as a guy who's not planning on having kids, like sometimes I think about what it would be like, and that would obviously be one of those moments. Like, yeah, you know, I interviewed a guy who ended up being vice president. Or, yeah, you know, I was there when Michael Jackson died. I did that story. Or, yeah, when, you know, when we finally made it legal for gay people to get married. Which, by the way, all those people who were against gay people getting married, you're right. That just kind of happened. Look, the world's still here. Yeah, world's still turning. Not, dude, the world didn't fall apart. Mm-mm. Look at Your morality wasn't affected at all. Mm-mm. Those people who were having sex with one another are just still doing it, and it's affecting you not at all. Isn't that kind of fun? See? Don't be so afraid. It's going to be fine. Let the gays have their fun. And let the potheads have their fun. I don't understand. I'm saying that like I'm not in that group, but like you gotta you gotta let go of these old world like theories and problems about what's going to happen if you
1: like legalize stuff. At this point, we have um, 25 states plus DC who has medical marijuana. Right. At this point, I think we have four states plus DC who has legal weed, And, and and then right now there are nine different states in the on the ballot who will be voting for recreational marijuana, not just like, you know, hey, is it going to be medical? Nine states will be voting this November in a week from today on whether their state will or will not have recreational marijuana.
0: I've been on my hill about this for a while. I think you, if, if you're going to look for any access to marijuana, I think you've got to look for full access and full legalization. I don't think medical is enough. I think, I, I think at the end of the day, if this is something that you want, that if you tell the American political machine that you're willing to live with medical only you are going to end up with the viagra of marijuana is what will end up happening it will come in pill form this thing that you like and cherish the way you do it will forever be changed and you won't recognize it and now it'll be in the hands of the companies that you hate it uh, yeah, it's just going to go to Big Pharma. That's exactly what will happen.
1: Yeah, um, uh, you know, Ohio has their medical marijuana effect or law into effect now. I just don't think there's any doctors and there's certainly no, like, compassion centers or anything like that. So you can't get it in state legally. Right. But you can have it. You can't smoke it. And, I mean, dude, that's exactly, you're exactly right of, 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 we, we dropped the ball so hard on that first, you know, when we had the opportunity to legalize. We really did. Um, and eventually, you know, yes. Is there going to be that point where they're like, well, you don't even need to smoke it. We can just give you that pill. Yes. And that's fine, because let's be real. If kids are having seizures or whatever, I don't necessarily like, dude, no, smoke this blunt. You're going to be fine, kid. Like, I understand why there has to be that, you know, that pill, why there has to be I that. I want to live in a world where I have both those things. Right. And that's the whole thing is 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 as you look at five states at this point, plus another nine potentially after November 8th, I mean, we're up over 20 percent of the popul- or of the of the states that have legal marijuana at some capacity. So it's just like it's going to happen. It's inevitably going to happen. If you as a state right now can't look far enough down the field to like hey, let's let's cash our chips in while people are still going to like come visit us to smoke weed, you're losing money. The reason why I brought this up was this. Is that look at the states that have it. They're already
0: worried That people are going to stop coming there to buy it because of the legalization across the country. You know why? Because of how much money it is. So quit cutting off your nose to spite your face. Because let me tell you what the hang up on on, on marijuana becoming legal is. You know what it is? Maybe I'm wrong. I'll tell you what I personally think this is. And what I think a lot of this comes down to is this. You don't want to walk back this lie that we've been telling kids their entire lives. that if they smoke weed, they can't be successful. We don't want to walk back that lie. Which I don't understand. I don't get that at all. I maintain that going home after work and smoking a joint is no different than a guy going home and drinking 3 beers tonight while he watches the game. How is it any different? You're never going to be able to convince me because I'm a guy who will occasionally do either or. So I know they're in I know they're in par. I know that this isn't narcotics. That this isn't heroin. I understand everything got put underneath that drug umbrella word, right? But I think that there are variances in these things.
1: Obviously. I, I think there's multiple layers to reefer madness, but that's essentially what we're doing. We're still fighting the same battles that we were back then, that either you're just going to, as soon as you smoke, you're going to be a lazy piece of crap, or you're going to automatically turn to harder drugs, or you're going to sell your kids, you know, for for, for weed or whatever, you know. It's, 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 it's on many fronts, but hey, there's going to be a time, and it's probably going to be after November 8th, where it's like, dude, if twenty percent of America has this available to them, how can this still be federally against the law? If Washington D.C., the place where laws are made, this is a le- this is a legal product, how can this still be illegal throughout the country? It's less people in jail, yeah.
0: Which might be another reason why we. Well,
1: I mean, many right. a bunch of different parts to
0: this. One of the biggest anti-weed followers we have is on Twitter telling me that the Fed can and should slam the door anytime they want. Okay, maybe they can, but Joe, notice that they're not. And you know why that is? Because of the money. They're standing back and looking at what our reaction is. Our reaction America's reaction to marijuana is better now than it's ever been. And all that's happening there is is that this was our reaction towards marijuana the entire time. We were just dude, some people were lying cuz they didn't want their think they didn't want their neighbors to think they were soft on it. Most people don't care about this anymore. A little bit of it is we don't want to have to admit that you can have a successful life and take this product because we've been telling kids forever that you can't. Now, I want you to understand that that was just said by the same guy that tries to tell you all the time, quit telling high school kids that marijuana is not addictive. Because I believe that it is. Does it hold the same kind of addictive properties that heroin does? No. Is Are you going to end up having the same life addicted to marijuana that you would have if you were addicted to heroin? No. But to pretend that it, it holds no Addictive properties is insanity.
1: Well, and to act like addictive means inherently good or inherently bad. I mean, I'm addicted to coffee. There's no question about For it. Sure dude. You I'm are. a caffeine addict. And like, I still have a very normal, happy, healthy life. I, I, you got a fan's right You got to stop
0: at the reefer madness. You're going to be fine. This is like in that movie, Clue. Was it Clue? I, I forget what movie it was, but Drew Barrymore's like, when they're telling her she can't graduate unless she, you know, finishes gym class, she's like, you guys are still telling that lie. That's, this is the, I've equated that to that the same time, all the time. That's the same lie to me. What do you mean? You can absolutely have a, dude, so let me get this straight. You can go home and drink 24 beers every night and have a great life, but you smoke two joints and you're going to be a loser? That's the way it works? Really? That's like the logic of like the tooth fairy. Yeah, just bury it underneath your pillow, then money shows up. It's probably not your parents. Really? It's insane to me. Fantone's Dancing with Canton Stars. Damn. He's doing so on the 12th of November. We'll send you to that right now. Caller 10, 1-800-243-7625. You can go check that out. Guys, first Friday right around the corner will make you a better flirter with women next on the Sansbury Show. Hey guys, you got Sansbury here for High Voltage Indoor Karting. It's Northeast Ohio's first, fastest, and longest indoor high-performance electric go-karting track. If you haven't been out there yet, no better time than October Fast. It's the time. The October Fast special is killer. Check this out. Monday through Friday, from noon to 6 p.m., you get two races for $25, and at 6 o'clock till close, you get two races for $30. October Fast is going on at High Voltage Indoor Karting. Find out more at High Voltage highvoltagekarting.com. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. You're just about 15 minutes away from scoring yourself $1,000. We're doing it multiple times every day. It's Rock 106.9's Big Cash Handout. First keyword happens 8 a.m. this morning. Fantone, I got to give you a little credit. Okay. You had said to me about a month and a half ago, Dude, I feel like there's a mutiny building inside this building. And, and you're like, dude, I think it's going to bubble over and it's going to get bad. And I thought you were nuts. But there are multiple people in the hallway right now screaming about things not being right at this place. And things not working properly. I mean, dude, that one chick's going full blown
1: Stansbury in the hallway. <laughs> you might want to, you might want to calm that one down. Right? You might want to back off. Nobody wants to get fired today. Um, I know a lot of it's coming from the same issues that you're having with the podcast, yeah, with the and audio the, issues yeah. and all this, and there now nothing's being recorded. And uh, you know Both what? Good times, yeah. You know, I'm just gonna, uh, I'm just gonna do what I normally do. Worry about six to ten, and that's poke the bear. I'm going to get Stansbury fired up about things. He'll get yelled at by management, and I'll just. Remain under the radar.
0: Ah, the good old days. The I missed those way. I miss those ways, dude. I am wise in those ways. I was you before you were you.
1: Those are those are good ways. Yeah, dude, that is BS. You should be pissed about that. If I were you, I'd be pissed about that, too. Dude, go yell about it. Yeah. Let him know. Yeah, dude, you should let him know. If we don't tell him how he's going to fix it.
0: <laughs> yeah. And there I am falling for it every time. You're damn right. I'm going there right now.
1: All right.
0: First Friday right around the corner. I can't yeah. believe that. November already. And uh, I didn't know this, but I guess
1: Buzzbin's ready to go. Yeah, the new Buzzbin.
0: Yeah. Which uh, I love that bar. And uh, I guess it's going to be like their official grand opening. You know, they're going to unleash it. But I guess they've been doing You know, like they're softly open. You can go and check yeah. it out. But I haven't been since like Mike, the owner, walked me through it. Before he had unleashed it And showed me a lot of the changes And what was going to happen I was like, oh man, that looks really cool And that looks nice But I haven't seen it now that it's operational So Friday will probably be my uh, my first chance to do
1: that Same building as Buzzman It's not like there's right. a new location Or anything right, like right, that right, right. It just flipped over, kind of And, uh, you Added know, some space And and, and honestly, uh, hats off to Mike For, as always, being the guy Who's making stuff happen in downtown Canton Whether it's, Whether it's uh, chugging beers Or eating waffles Or the million other things That guy has his hands in You know, like Good dude down there. He's into everything. Good dude uh, down there.
0: So I, I'm looking forward to First Friday. I uh, I like it. This is, uh, and you know, the weather's going to start to get a little brutal. We do it all year, but uh, this will probably be the last one that won't be like ice cold. Right. You know?
1: Right. You get in December, January, February, First Fridays, and it's like, oh, brutal. It gets a little cold. I have to be inside. So I, uh, I'll,
0: I want to attend this one. Okay. And part of the reason why everybody goes to the bar and some of you, I know, are already paired off in this, and that, but a lot of the reason why people go out, and especially on First Friday, is try to meet somebody, right? Kind of, you, 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 of want, you know, you want to meet somebody from the fair sex. And I, like you, want to do that when I go out. So I'm reading these tips here. You know, everybody always has, like, the key on how you can pick up women. Okay. Here's the tips. Okay. And I feel as if I'm a decent, flirty person. I am uh, flirtatious by nature. I don't even really try. It just kind of comes off that way that I'm flirting with you. And, you know, having a decent sense of humor uh, will take you a long way. Step one. Now, I didn't think about this. But this makes all the sense in the world. And that is to keep the conversation very light don't get into like big problems with you don't get into too much about you or worldly things very light friendly nothing that somebody might be on the polar opposite of how you feel about something you could say something think it's very innocuous and then all of a sudden you don't realize that you've
1: offended somebody yeah I mean I think it's a fair uh, assumption to make that when you uh, when you start a conversation with somebody you shouldn't go to abortion right away like hey dude you know what we need to do start sucking those babies out
0: here's the other Thing. They tell you, and I wouldn't have said no on this, but they say to, to find a reason to gently touch a woman's arm and/or her waist,
1: not right off the bat. Not, <laughs> not- hi, you're pretty. Grab, yeah. No. I mean, don't Donald Trump. <laughs> no, no, no no, one. no, no. Do no. not. No, they don't like that. You're not rich. You're not famous. They will not let you do. Oh. Arm, I would
0: have said maybe. Tell me the example on why I could touch a woman's waist.
1: Yeah, waist isn't. Waist isn't. Maybe oh, you
0: know what? I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick. And as you, if you're packed in there, you have to slide by her. Maybe at that point but waist is getting very dangerously close to the ass right so if you go too high too low you're going to make some mistakes there i feel like trying to find a reason to touch the waist is that's ill advised uh,
1: once you've established hey you're having a good time together there's a little bit of chemistry there she doesn't want you to go away then you can touch shoulder or something like that not like creepily but like just building that like connection with each other the- that's okay if you play your cards right
0: so After giving us the advice that we should touch arms or touch their waist, they're also saying not to stand too close to a woman. And I would say, absolutely, you don't want to stand too close to anybody. You don't invade anybody's personal space like that. But also, and this is going to sound terrible, but if you stand a few feet away from them while you're having a conversation, you can... Get a full
1: look at what it is you're trying to take home with you. the The problem that I've run into this is, um, number one, in a crowded bar, you're going to it's be loud. like close to somebody, yeah, and that's what I was going to say. Is I'm so tall, like in, in talking t- to women in bars, has to be a bitch for you. Oh, it was awful, like trying to like hear them and like what, what, Benny what, down, you what say? did you say? Especially if it was like a short girl and she wasn't very loud, and you know you're you know you're in Buzzbin right. and there's a band playing, and it's super like noisy in there. That was one thing I always had. It was like what what? And I'd have to get close up on somebody.
0: Apparently, I didn't know this either, but apparently women pay very close attention to our posture. Yeah. Like if you're standing firm and straight up and down like that, it, it, it exudes confidence
1: on a subconscious level. I'm sure no chicks like, Oh my God, look at that guy over there. He's <laughs> slumped <he's slunk laughs> right. over. But right. anytime, whether, whether you're talking about flirting with somebody or walking into a job interview or anything that where, where you want to, um, where you want to succeed, yeah, dude, confident or posture is a huge, you know, it shows how confident In you are. In a
0: job interview, for sure. And honestly, when you're trying to pick up a woman, that's what that is. You're trying to convince her you're the man for the job. It's
1: all the same thing there. Yeah. It's,
0: it's all the same thing. If you can, I mean, if you're a good interviewer, you're probably, you know, good at securing a woman's phone number. Right.
1: Right. At least at least on some level, you have that confidence in you or you're faking that confidence in you.
0: A big one here, and I think a lot of people suffer with this, and I suffer at this outside of trying to pick a woman up. I don't have a problem with this when I'm when I'm trying to get laid. But in any other aspect of my life, I'm terrible at this, and that's eye contact. I don't make a lot of eye contact with most people I talk to, and honestly, it's a lot of times because I don't want to be talking to you. Not in, Dude, I I hate when I say stuff like that because then people go, oh my God, so when I see you, I can't tell you. Like, that's not it. But a lot of times in my life, like when I even like my friends, when they're trying to talk to me about something, I'm like, dude, I don't care about this. I just honestly just be quiet. But when I'm talking to a woman, there's a goal there. Like I have like, dude, there's something to be achieved there.
1: It's it's a uh, it's an automatic sign that you're a shifty person. It doesn't necessarily make it true, and it's a fine line because you don't want to be like, hey, eye contact, make it with me, stare deeply into my eyes. Uh, At the same time, you you can be creepy. Right. At the same time, you have to make that connection. It's probably a second or two of like eye contact, and then you look. Right. Way, and then you do, you know find a reason to take your eyes off of it
0: for a reason you know what right. I mean point at something else or you know have a conversation about something else that way you're not just like creepily staring into their eyes and I'm going to take your skin off and wear it. Yeah, don't do that. No, so there's, there's, there's a couple of tips for you. First Friday, Friday night. And I, uh, like we said to me, you should probably go check that new Buzzbin uh, you know, system out. I want to see that. Like I said, he walked me through it before it was open, and it looked like it was going to be awesome. I can't wait to see that Friday night. We'll be right back with more Sansbury Show and your shot at $1,000 next on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. Rock 106.9 online for you. WRQK.com. If you listen to the show, you know I love the gross porn videos. I'm a fan of them. And I'm in here right now eating, like, cereal out of a coffee mug. i eating my Wheaties out of uh, my coffee mug. And I tried to watch... This gross porn video we have up for you in the Stansbury Show section of WRQK.com. It's like a meatball on the side of an arm and that they're popping. And I'll be honest, I love this stuff. And I didn't finish it. I may finish it when I'm done eating. But it was one of those things. It did. It made me, me kind of grossed out while I was eating.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's excessive. Like, it's huge. It's a giant just, like, cyst on this guy's arm. And, it uh, looks like a meatball. Uh, dude, and I can only imagine what the smell of that was. Oh, <clears throat> now I want to know what that is. I love
0: that. Dude, this smells gross. Smell it. I love stuff. Uh, I, don't, I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why. Also up for your viewing pleasure. At WRQK.com is the Stranger uh, Things Season 2 preview. Take a look at what's coming for Season 2 of Stranger Things on Netflix. Take a look at that. I'm surprised this story isn't getting more attention, given the fact of hacked and emails and this and that with what surrounding the Hillary uh, you know, campaign. Okay. I'm surprised this story's not getting more traction. And that's that CNN has cut ties with uh, Donna Brazil the acting uh, Democratic National Committee chair, longtime contributor to CNN, after hacked emails that were put out by WikiLeaks revealed that she had provided questions to Hillary Clinton's campaign in advance of a town hall debate hosted by CNN all the way back in the primary. I'm surprised this isn't getting more attention. I personally, I don't want to say I don't care because this is wrong. You shouldn't do this for sure, okay? But I... Maybe, and I'm a cynic, Fanto, and I totally am. I'm totally a cynic. But I just assumed that there are... Paul's getting these questions before the debate. Right? Like I just don't kind of assume that that's the way it was and that the stuff is very much more softball than we think it is. Like I th- but again, I'm a cynic and a pessimist.
1: Yeah, but I, I think there's a healthy dose of cynicism that needs to go along with all politics. Especially I, when
0: people are vying for the right to control our lives. Yes. Right.
1: When you're when you when you're going to uh be you know going for the presidency, of course there's going to be things that are happening behind closed doors that, you know, aren't necessarily just aren't necessarily the way that they're supposed to be. Right. Um, it, dude, it's definitely indicative of a problem. It's definitely, um it shows favoritism within the democratic national convention. And I guess that's the whole thing that you're seeing though, is this was Democrat on Democrat crime. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's not necessarily going to, what do I want it's, it's, it, this isn 't going to drive people 's opinion about where they stand on these two candidates trump and and hillary no it won 't do that
0: because this was Democrat on democrat crime i 'm just surprised his people aren 't picking it up and his being trump 's because this plays into the rigged system and that's been his thing these last two weeks is rigged 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 which by the way I thought that was the wrong play I, I said a dude on Twitter he was out there begging for money and I was like well dude you just told everybody it's fixed why am I going
1: to give you my money just to throw it away well Angie told people time and time and time again that I'll I'll, I'll I'm going to run for this and I'll pay for it I don't need any donors right. and I don't need any donors and I don't need any donors um, of it, course you do everybody does when you're doing this yeah I, I'm surprised this came directly from Donna Brazil um, if this would have came from somebody who worked under her. I'd be like, okay, because it didn't. Go, it's not like it's not like Donna Brazile emailed this to Hillary Clinton directly. It, he, right. She emailed it to somebody that was on her staff, and I'm surprised you didn't have a little bit more uh, foresight to be like, well, I'm not going to be the person who sends this email. One of my one of my workers will be.
0: Yeah. It says here uh, the email showed that Brazile, whose role as CNN contributor was suspended in July after she took over for departing DNC chair Debbie uh, Schultz, there shared with the Clinton campaign a question. That would be posed to Clinton, Hillary Clinton, before the CNN Democratic debate in Flint, Michigan. This is all the way back in March. Right. And another uh, before
1: a CNN Town Hall in Columbus, Ohio, a week later. Well, and let's be real about these questions. Like, don't get me wrong. Having questions beforehand is going to help you come up with answers. There's no doubt about it. But, like, these are all questions that are like, well, how are you going to keep us safe from ISIS? You didn't think that there was nothing. An answer for th- that? There was nothing coming out of left field. Right.
0: And so for me, this is more like, all right, I guess running for the president is somewhat like studying for a final exam in the sense that you kind of need to know everything that happened in that class all year. Right. So there's so there's a little if if I'm going to boil it down to a simple analogy, there is that. So I guess maybe if you said to me before taking the exam, all you need to know is stuff from November and December and you're good, which is essentially what you're doing here. If you're giving. But it was a question. It wasn't all of them. And, well, I guess I you know we, we you know we better stay away from that. It could have been more than one. I, uh, I I think I'm just surprised because again, this doesn't enrage me the way it would some people. But for those people who hate her, and again for the for the Hitler-y people, which again I don't know why that makes me so mad, but it does. It infuriates me. the 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 equating Hillary Clinton to Hitler makes me absolutely furious. I don't know why, but it does. It just infuriates me but for those people for the killery for the hitlery people and for the the see the world's unfair to donald trump the world's unfair to the guy who was born a billionaire like that whole like that crowd you would think that they would be more up in arms about this uh,
1: now listen i'm sure there are plenty of people who are up in arms about that but that's those people were already their arms were already up i don't know if this is growing this is growing anything. it's not going to expand our, anybody our right. for him um you definitely you're right when you talk about how well when you know on the final that, hey, this is going to be on the final, this is going to be on the final, and this is going to be on the I final. I can shove
0: all that other knowledge off my
1: brain for that night. Right? Don't even don't even have to worry about any of that other stuff. But uh, like I said, I mean, these weren't questions that were like, you know, in particularly tough. It's just like, hey, we're in Flint, Michigan, and we don't want to get murdered anymore. How are you going to help us? What's going to happen with the water, with the water here? Right, 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 right. right. Varys- stuff you could have seen coming down the field. Um, another, another issue with this is, and I guess, you know, obviously CNN views it as credible enough, um, with all this WikiLeaks stuff, Stuff, there's a lot of uh, made-up emails in there. Oh, I'm so, sure. So, so deciding whether this is factual or not, whether this is something that is is leaked and has credibility to it or doesn't, I guess that's another, uh, you know line of defense there where you can be like no none of these are true none of these are true and you know for a week you can say that and after the election what happens happens doesn't matter at that point yeah I just you would have thought honestly
0: because like I said I just would have thought the Trumpsters you know what I mean would have been out there with that machine up there with the make you know cranking up the make America great again machine and talking about how this is wrong
1: as as somebody uh, who who sits on the on the very left side of things and myself I will say that if this was Donald Trump and this came to be this 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 came to oh. dude, people would be losing their minds about it people would be losing their minds about it it's just, a little hypocritical oh, it is there's no question about it there's no question about it the reaction from the left is hypocritical no doubt
0: look at that one of their own yeah throwing each other under yep. the bus yeah we've
1: democrat
0: never seen did we just see a democrat sell out other democrats i've never in a million years thought i'd live long enough to see that one of course that's obviously me being facetious guys if you get asked to play in a golf tournament you might want to think twice about it. I'll tell you why next on The Stansbury. The
1: Stansbury Show on Rock 1069.
0: Welcome back to The Stansbury Show on Rock 1069. You're about a half hour away from Newt Tuesday, brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxy. You'll get new John Legend this morning, new Low Cash, and new Metallica. They released a song yesterday off that new album. Take a listen to it. I'm interested to hear that. Uh, I, I think this is the third offering from that Metallica album. The first one I hated, hated it, and then the second one I was like, okay, that's getting better, that's getting closer. So maybe the third, maybe the third time's the charm. There, interested to hear this one. Atlas Rise is the is the name of that. We'll check that out at the end of New Tour Tuesday. Brought to you by the Hard Rock Rocks, you know. You know what I'm doing today that I haven't done in a long time? What are you doing today, buddy? I'm playing some golf, and there for go. me, a long time is like
1: a week. Like I haven't, but I haven't played in a week. It's going to be absolutely beautiful today. Highs in the mid 70s I've heard.
0: Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Crazy. So I haven't been in a while. And the season's getting ready to wrap up. And uh well, I'm I'm starting to panic about it. And a lot of times towards the end of the golf season what happens is, is a lot of tournaments or a lot of like golf outings get put together very end of the season cuz a lot of times the golf course wants to do them when they're not as busy, right? Right, right. So coming out of Illinois, I believe this is. Is a golf tournament that got themselves in some serious trouble. And you're gonna hear about some stuff happening at this, and you're gonna be like, man, that doesn't sound like golf at all. Golf, the golf I know of, or at least the way it's perceived, is very stodgy and very, you know what I mean, up you know, uppity and looking down their nose at people. And there is a history of golf in that. But golf outings can be downright raunchy. Like they can get downright like Whoa. And as a guy who now I'm not very good, it's not like I'm a good golfer. I just play a lot and I enjoy it, but I'm not. So it's not that I don't like playing in golf outings because I'm good and everybody else sucks. That's not it at all. But I will be honest with you. I turn down more invitations to play in golf tournaments or golf outings than I accept because most of the time, Fantone, it's not about the golf. It's about dudes getting away from their wives, getting hammered in the afternoon and hot dogs at the turn. And that's, Sounds
1: awesome. <laughs> Sounds great. I might See, pick up that, that's just
0: it. You would like golf outings a lot because of most, more often than not, it's not really about the golf, depending on who's putting the, the outing together. Okay? A lot of times it's just a big party, which is fine. Obviously, I'm no stranger to parties. I like them. But I kind of like to keep those two things a little bit separate there. Now, I, may have a, I may take a couple of beers out with me today and maybe have a few, but I'm not going to go nuts, not going to get drunk out there but a Metro East golf tournament out of uh, Columbia Illinois was sold to people as a fundraiser for a Make-A-Wish charity
1: which uh, is obviously a great charity making uh, making dreams come true for little cancer kids making yes. you know making pulling on the heartstrings right there all of a sudden John Cena comes out dude he's doing the whole thing it's awesome uh, dude make a wish it's awesome
0: the problem is is that this golf tournament outing Ended up featuring naked women and live sex acts on the golf course. And no money was donated to the charity. Apparently the news has photographs and video of young women flashing their breasts and convorting with the golfers, and again, that's not rare. They also obtained graphic cell phone photos from the tournament showing women taking part in live sex acts on the course and in some cases men participating. One golfer said more than a dozen women were at the tournament with some performing sex acts for money.
1: Okay, I was going to say I mean it's not like it's not like being a, an amateur golfer is pulling groupies down, okay, but no, it's no, no. you start throwing money around, okay.
0: A lot of the times what will happen with these big outings and I don't want anybody to get upset about what I'm going to hear cuz I know all the local adult you know gentlemen's clubs do golf outings. But a lot of the times what will happen is people will call clubs like that to get attractive women to, like, service the holes, to, like, hold the pin and to, like, be the beer cart girl oh. and to do these kinds of stuff. And I have played in outings where I have seen girls take guys to the woods to perform sex acts for money. To I have, service the hole there. Jeez. Jeez. I have seen that. That's not rare. That's not like, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. That happens. The tournament organizer, Dennis Doherty, told the news he was not aware of any sex acts taking place, saying it's cute girls in bikinis serving drinks. That's it.
1: Mm-hmm. You might not have known, but you. Mm. And, okay, that's Word fine. Spreads. That, that's fine. A little bit, though, of like, dude, well, if you're presenting yourself as a make-a-wish charity, I don't know if cute girls serving beers is even appropriate. Now, listen, of course, it's legal. Do whatever the hell you want to do with your, with your, with your golf outing. But it's like, dude, if you're raising money for cancer kids, having chicks out there probably isn't the way to do it. Like, oh, dude, well, yeah, we've got...
0: I, I, I want to amend that statement. I think it all depends. You can have cute girls in short skirts serving beer, but you got to... Where are you getting them, right? Because not every cute girl is going to perform sex acts. Like, you can have
1: attractive women around. Right, but you just can't. How are you presenting them? If they're cute girls and it's just like, hey, these are the girls that work the beer cart and they're wearing, like, a standard uniform, well, then fine. Because every, I mean,
0: honestly, golf courses that have beer cart girls, they hire cute young girls. If, I you're mean, pu-
1: if you're putting them in, like, stripper clothes and stripper makeup and, like, dude, this is for Make-A-Wish. Yeah. Like, come on.
0: All, like I said, all the gentlemen's clubs do do outings, and it, look is does this happen at all of them No, does it happen at some of them? Yes, I mean, I've been to some of these things and not even for those clubs, but like other you know golf outings,
1: and it's like, oh yeah, we hired the girls from you know x or whatever to come and do this dude, I guess maybe maybe once once like. Knickers, you know, weren't a part of the golf game anymore, or something. That's when the integrity went out the window. But I'm rolling my eyes so hard at all this golf. Like, well, you have to wear a collar, and you have to act this way. Take your shirt in. For for years, we wouldn't let women in here, and oh my god, we're not letting blacks come in here. you guys are acting like this. Come gentlemen on, gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. Come on, come on.
0: I know some people are like shocked that this would happen. And there's a theory out there that the, that was put forward by a guy named Jason Whitlock, who's actually really smart, who said the problem with getting a group of guys together is anytime you add a guy to a group, the intelligence goes down about 10%. Every guy you add. And that the more guys you put in a group, just the worse things are going to get, and that is totally true. I don't care how refined or how smart we are. You get twenty of us together, sooner or later, somebody's got their belt off, and it's hold. It hold my beer. Watch this. I don't. You know what I mean? Like that's just what happens. But a lot. This is a lot of the times why I'm like when people ask me to do a lot of this stuff. I'm like, eh, I'm kind of good on that. Because that's the last thing I need is to pull open the. Can't repository page. Well, it'd be buried on the back page probably, but you know, Stansberry right from Rock 1069. Arrested, 17th hole, sex act in the back. Which, if any of you've, if you've ever played golf with me, you know I'd be more worried about hitting my sandwich into the green than I would be about some girl on the course. Gotta think twice about that. I'm with you on the fact that it's make a wish. Make a wish, guys. Come on. Yeah, Like, you can do this at a golf outing. You can set up a golf outing to do this. You can absolutely do that, but keep the kids and like the, the dying children out
1: of it. And you said they didn't even give the money to make a wish. No money, just like screw make a wish. No, no, money went,
0: no money went to charity. Come on. Yeah. You defraud a charity like that, you're probably going to see some prison time. You should. This is going to be my, yeah.
1: So, if
0: you get asked to play in a tournament that's not ours, be careful. I can can raise my hand and solemnly swear that none of that happened at the Stansbury Show Cup earlier this year. We'll try and do better next year. <laughs> be right back with more Stansbury Show. Hang on. Go on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online WRQK.com. Coming up at 9 o'clock. Your next opportunity to be $1,000 richer. We'll pass out a keyword... That you just need to text in and win yourself some money. Also at 9 o'clock is New Tour Tuesday, brought to you by the uh, Hard Rock Roxino Northfield Park. New John Legend, new Low Cash, new Metallica, all part of that this morning. And keep this in mind, Thursday, right around the corner, Matthew Fantone from the Sansbury Show will be celebrity bartending at TD's on Tusk from 5 to 7 to benefit Canton's Dancing with the Stars at the Canton Palace Theatre.
1: Yeah, Canton Palace Theatre really is one of the gems of downtown, constantly doing uh, shows, uh, such a history in that building. Um, And let's be real, everybody, whether it was your kid or you or your band or whatever, has been up on that stage at some point, has a story of someone they love up on that stage. And uh, it's the biggest fundraiser of the year for the uh, Canton Palace Theatre. Very proud to be a part of it. You can check out WRQK.com for some more details. Everybody's all
0: excited about Game 6, Indians tonight of the World Series. Before we get there, I want to talk a little Browns if we could. (laughs) Little
1: Browns.
0: As the defense has been a little suspect lately. A little bit. And they beefed it up a little bit yesterday by picking up a linebacker from the New England Patriots. Jamie Collins got added to the Browns roster from the New England Patriots. Jamie Collins good football player. That's what I had thought. Until I started watching sports talk shows yesterday. And again, I'll go back to Michael Lombardi, who I know a lot of Browns fans are going to be like, well, he was our GM and we fired him. Right, but I don't think we should have. When that guy opens his mouth on TV and talks football, he sounds smarter than anybody I've maybe ever heard talking football. And he claims, now again, this is a guy who has access to the Patriots and has access to Bill Belichick. He claims that this was all about Bill Belichick Sending a message to the rest of his defense, play or I'm going to cut your ass. Because their defense hasn't been playing well. And then they showed, and he showed us like six examples on TV yesterday of Jamie Collins just getting blown up and missing the assignment time and time again during that Buffalo game. And that this is what New England does. He's sending a message by sending a player who couldn't get it done out of his locker room to shake up that locker room to make them play well. So as a Browns fan sitting on my couch listening to that yesterday, I said, well of course that's what you would do. That makes sense. That's smart. But the other side of that is is great. We just picked up a linebacker that can't play. That, 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 that in the in the best Culture and professional sports can't find a way to do it properly, but he's gonna to come to the most disorganized locker room in the world and be able to be a good player? I I don't see that. If you can't if you can't figure out how to do it in New England's system, and you can't stay in line in their system, how when you're not being when you're being coached by people who who are questionable at best right now, when the rest of the lineup's no good. Like, If you can't stay in line when everybody else around you is a, a really good player, how are you going to be any good when everybody else around you is a bum? Other this Pat- is worrisome to me.
1: Other Patriots players um, were very shocked by this move yeah. yesterday. Um, calling Collins arguably the best player on that side of the ball, uh, one of the most productive players on our defense. So uh, I definitely understand Bill Belichick's going to Bill Belichick. He's going to do what he wants to do. Um, you know, I don't want to say that. Hey, sometimes a, a, a change of scenery can help somebody. Um, because this is not the change of scenery that anybody wants. Right. How, dude? How bad does that suck, man? When you're sitting there and you're on the New England Patriots, and then all of a sudden you're on the Cleveland Browns, you get traded to the Browns, Ooh, right? That's got to be a tough pill to swallow. Dude, man. football's
0: a tough sport. That's that sport. Like you can go from the best team in the world to the worst, and and you have no decision making skills or no decision making ability in that situation whatsoever. Whatsoever.
1: I guess a part of this is, too, is that he wanted more money with his impending free agency. At the end of the year, they were going to cut him and you would get a comp pick
0: for it. Because you were going to have to pay this kid $50 million at the end of this year. And Belichick was like, dude, you've blown every assignment for three weeks. I'm not paying you $50 million. Threw him out. And so they get a third round pick for him instead of a compensatory pick. This is, dude, Bill Belichick is so smart. Dude, he is so smart. That's why he beats everybody. And he cheats. Tom Brady really good, but Brady wouldn't be as good without Belichick and vice versa. I'm not sure Belichick would would have been as good without Brady. Having a star quarterback, a really good quarterback, does help head coaches no matter how good you are at your job. But we ended up picking up this guy, and if he can't get the assignment done in New England, where you're being coached to the teeth, where the culture is you do it our way, the Patriot way,
1: where you don't play as an individual,
0: if you can't get it done there, you're gonna
1: look like a mess here. Well, no matter no matter how you cut it, it, this guy isn't going to win the game. This guy is. There's no additional wins out of putting him on the defense. There's just not. If, if, if you think adding a, a, a linebacker is going to turn this team around, you are crazy from the from the jump off. So I don't know. Sense this makes any sense, I, dude? Looking at it from from you know the, the Browns' perspective. I mean, you're giving up a a, a valuable resource in a, a a draft pick and getting a player that's not going to be here for any considerable amount of time.
0: I mean, are we going to get this kid all this money at the end of this? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he comes here. Maybe he's like, you know what? Before I don't know what it would be, though. Like, I don't know, maybe before this gets any worse, I'll play. But, I mean, where's it going to be
1: any worse than here? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're the only winless team in the league, right? I mean, Scott from Winning for Next Year, we talked to him yesterday, and he was talking about, you know, the lack of effort on some of these defensive players. And it's like, guys, if you can't make it on this roster, you can't make it on any roster. No, you're going to be fired everywhere. You can't make it on any roster. So, um, I, I like I said, I don't think the Browns pick up any additional victories from this. I, I feel like, if anything this really is starting to show what could be considered is some serious mismanagement. And and whether that's coming from you know the GM, whether that's coming from the coach, whether that's coming from ownership, eh, eh, the higher up we start looking here, the more and more obvious it is to me. Is like I gotta agree. I, I've been behind Hugh Jackson all along. I love Hugh. I want him to be the
0: guy. I've been very outspoken about how I think he's smart, how I think he gets quarterbacks to play at a high level that really aren't high-level quarterbacks. I think he had Andy Dalton playing at a high level, a higher level than Andy Dalton should be playing at, a higher level than he's currently playing at. And so, so I thought he was the right guy. I think offensive, the offensive side of the ball is the right way to be focused on right now in today's NFL. I, I love Hugh. Now, I worry Sashi Brown doesn't totally know what he's doing. I worry that our defensive coordinator has no clue what he's doing. I've been on that for a few weeks now where I feel like that guy needs to be let go tomorrow.
1: You know who the last quarterback to win a game for the Browns was? God no, I actually it always oh, Johnny Manziel, wasn't mm-hmm. it? It's crazy, dude. I mean, we're 0 8. We have a team that cannot do anything. You've got the clock being mismanaged at the end of games. You've got a head scratcher of a trade happening right now. You haven't won a game since Johnny Manziel. So, I'm
0: hearing from Twitter, and this is true, that Michael Lombardi was responsible for the Browns 2013 draft. It wasn't the, the greatest and other bad ones, and he drafted a kicker in the first round in Oakland. Okay. I'll give you, dude, this is going to sound crazy to most of you. I would draft a kicker in the first round. I would, dude, look at, dude, we've had two ties in the NFL this year because kickers couldn't make kicks. What does everybody say? Dude, you just, um, as soon as the field goal kicker goes out there, you just assume it's going to be made, right? Because of how good they have been. Dude, the game comes down to kicking routine. Dude, a kicker wins more games than a, than a perennial uh, wide receiver will ever.
1: Who are the all time scoring leaders in the NFL?
0: Kickers! Dude, that, that mentality that you shouldn't draft a kicker high is insanity. The game comes down to kick, dude, that, whether you can punt the ball well. Dude, special teams, dude that, dude, that wins and loses games all the time. Picking a kicker in the first round, it sounds crazy, but if you really look at the analytics of football, you should pick a kicker high.
1: It's a third of the game.
0: I personally think if we would have left Michael Lombardi in play a little longer, you may have seen more growth, much like how we ran Belichick out of town, too, because he because he wanted to get rid of your favorite quarterback ever that never won a big game. Bernie never won a big game, but Belichick wanted to move away from him, and y'all had to throw him out because Bernie, Bernie was your man. Never won a big game, ever. Ever. Now look at Belichick. going to have his own wing here in Canton. You know how he's going to do that? By trading with idiot teams for players he wants off his roster and dumping the money. That's how he's going to do it. That's how he's getting to Canton. By being smarter than the rest of the league. Smart. Who do you think
1: wins game six tonight? World Series. Buddy. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I feel like tonight is the tribe's night. Going we close back out. Home. Um, yeah, I, I feel like that's. Uh, I feel like. I feel like that's what's on deck tonight. I'm staying up. I'm watching the whole thing. I wish uh, Kluber was pitching. Yeah. I feel a little bit more confident at that point. Josh Tomlin's performed well so He's far. He's been good. Um, it'll. It'll be interesting to see uh, how Tito decides to use Andrew Miller. Um, This obviously is a game that they they want to win, they need to win, and it's going to be the hardest game of their life to win. So you're going to throw everything you possibly can at this team. And and fingers crossed, man, I think the uh, Tribe walks away World Series champions tonight.
0: (sighs) I don't want to go to Game 7. No, you go to Game 7, all the pressure's back on the
1: Indians. All of it, yeah.
0: Right now, it's starting to even up a little bit. Where I feel like the pressure's all been on the Cubs because everybody's wanting them to like win. But I feel like it might be evening now with us because, you know, the whole you were up and now you know you're coming back here. But I'm with you. I think we close out. Now, you know what's going to be said to us during the break on Twitter and what email and Facebook and the like. They're going to make it go seven because of the money Major League Baseball wants.
1: You think there's any chance? Um no cuz I don't buy into sports being fixed. If 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 that's what you think, if you think sports are fixed, then of course it's going to go to game 7. Of course it is. I mean, let's look at the TV ratings. Let's uh, let's look at extending out the series. I mean, of course it will, but no, I think the Tribe has their own destiny in their hands tonight. It's going to be warm. Um so that's going to lead to big bats, I hope. And uh, and uh, and no, I I I think yeah. Does MLB want a game seven? Of course they do. Of course they do. I don't think it happens though,
0: especially when you're seeing ratings of what a fifteen and a half.
1: (sighs) Yet any desire to go up there tonight? Cavs game starts at six. By the way, they moved it ahead an hour so that people could watch. Dude, if you have tickets to the Cavs game, aren't you a little annoyed? Why? Well, I mean, dude, you
0: got to get there. People got to work. You know, people got to work. I mean, if you don't get out of work until 5.30 and they move the game up to 6 o'clock, like, I understand it's nice, but if you're going to the Cavs game, I'd be like, well, wait a minute. What about me, though?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, you spent, you, spent, you know, a Not chunk cheap. of money on a Cavs ticket. You were taking your boy. Now, all of a sudden, you can't make it there on time. That would suck. But for the greater good, for the greater good there. Yeah, I think, dude, I heard yesterday, too, it was the first shipment of Christmas ale into Cleveland yesterday. Oh, is that right? So, dude, you get people you get people boozed up on Christmas ale, and you've got, a, you know, the queues packed, the Jake's packed, like, the streets are packed, dude. I was at the Agora over the weekend, and somebody asked me that. You have Christmas ale yet?
0: And I wanted to look at them like, dude, what are you, an idiot? Because it was like 80. 80- I was like, dude, what are you, an idiot? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. November's like next week. So, yeah, yeah we should have Christmas ale now. Yep. Wow. Wow. Tribe wins this evening. I'm, uh, I'm going to jump on the Phantone bandwagon there and say we close out tonight, Game 6. We'll start New Turd Tuesday, brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino, and also give you $1,000. Next on Rock 106.9. Turd Tuesday. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. I'm going to start New Turd Tuesday for you now, brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino Northfield Park. want to thank them for that. If you're new to the program, this is how this works. We play you three new songs, judge them, pass judgment on them. Also, uh, occasionally we'd like to play a local track for this, and if you would like to be submitted for that, send me your stuff. Stansberry at WRQK.com. Include a bio on the band, radio edited track. We'll get you uh, played for that. Looking to give some exposure to some unsigned local acts
1: there. will not you play anything local? Play, anything, play something local, dude. Local rock music, man.
0: We bar no formats here. Play them all or at least we try to a lot you know people are like you don't play them all, you don't play a lot of edm stuff well no, most of the e d m stuff doesn't have lyrics in it, so no, I'm not just gonna put noises on the radio and be like, hey, is that good?" No, well, and I mean, we played the Chainsmokers song when they hired a vocalist. We played that one.
1: And I mean, let's be real; like, we don't play like Japanese bluegrass either. But what it, the hell is that a thing? Oh, it's a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Stop yeah. it! I'm telling you, outside of West Virginia, the biggest place for bluegrass in the world is Japan. Shut up! Are I'm you ju- trying? Ju- I'm ju- not even.
0: I feel like you're trying to see if I'll fall for it.
1: Bro, I ain't even joking you right now. I'm telling you, ask, ask Google; it'll tell you. All right, dude, will you
0: do me a favor before you get out of here today? Will you find me a video of Japanese bluegrass okay. we can put online?
1: Okay. Because yeah, I, I want to
0: be. I want. I Want people to be? I have never even heard it, but I want people to be exposed to it.
1: New Tour Tuesday. Who knows? Maybe we'll be playing something. Next. I did not know about that. <laughs> I
0: just, I thought,
1: I honestly, I just thought you were being Fantone, just talking out of your a there. No, 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 no. I'm being Fantone and, and and talking about something I heard on NPR. So, like, you know, it. Uh, I love it. It's a real thing. It's a it's a it's a big movement. But it's you know we can't we can't play Norwegian death metal all the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you have to you got to you got to spread it out there. Why not there? Right.
0: So we're going to start this uh, this week's episode with an Ohio guy, okay, John Legend, okay, out of Ohio here. Uh, this song is called "Love Me Now." Now we're both John Legend fans, so he
1: may like this. Yeah, John Legend, uh, he's always doing it for the ladies. Yeah, that's why we're fans.
0: It's gonna be tough for him. What's that? His last song that I remember of him, like him putting out, was such a hit that I mean, it was such a massive hit that you're not gonna live up to that. So I wonder, like, you know, what I mean, I wonder how the, what that's like for the psyche of a performer like
1: that. Yeah, that all of me was that's a, the name of it. A, a giant. Song. That
0: song got played on the radio so many times that it was a ballad, very very uh, very slow melodic ballad. That it, it was played on the radio so many times that they ended up doing like a dance remix so they could get it on the radio more and play, be able to play it more. Because that's how much people like that damn song. It was crazy. I don't know what's in the
1: stars. Never heard Huge Buckeyes fan, John Legend. Yes.
0: Ours, Constantly repping the bucks.
1: You'll uh, you'll see him on the Dan Patrick Show very frequently. Stansberry's idol there. Yeah, he does do the Patrick Show a lot. Dan Patrick is my
0: broadcasting I'm idol. So I'm going to love you now,
2: like it's all I have. I know it'll kill me when it's over. I don't want to think about it. I want you to love me now. I don't know who's going to kiss you when I'm gone. So I'm going to love you now, like it's all I have. I
0: know it'll kill me. He doesn't actually sound a lot like him. It's, you know what I mean? Like I know it's him. It's obviously him, but it just he's not singing the way he normally does or something. Like There's something different about it
2: kiss you and I'm gone so I'm gonna love you now
1: like it's all I have I all of his songs sound like they're supposed to be just him behind a piano yes and when it when he can that's de- it. when he departs from that when he puts like you know a, a different beat behind him it does Tempo. sound a little uh, it sounds a little off
0: oh, yeah a little out of place I
2: don't know who's gonna kiss you when I'm gone so I'm gonna love you now like it's all I have it's a
1: really good singer.
0: He's got Oh, I was going I was just about to say he's got all the talent in the world though. Oh, love
2: me now. I want you to love me now.
1: When you when you bring up the uh, the fact that he had such a huge smash hit recently, I'm sure there was a little bit of like, dude, we can't do another ballad. It's not going to live up to it. Like, John, I know you just want to play piano and sing to your supermodel girlfriend. But
0: what, what America's going to say is, I got it, all of me, part two. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. right. So no, there was pro- I, I didn't think about that, but yeah, you're right. Somebody said
1: that to him for sure. Some pressure from the label of like, all right, dude, let's try to at least have up something with here, a beat yeah. here. Could use a good party record, move himself up into that, like, 2000s Lionel Richie territory.
0: Yeah. I'm sure the John Legend Christmas album will be big in about oh, yeah. a half a month. I'm sure that's probably, I'm sure that probably slays, right? Oh, yeah. When we try so hard, for that perfect kind of
2: love, it could all fall apart. And who's gonna kiss you when I'm gone? oh i'm gonna love you
0: now like it's all people are now tweeting at me japanese bluegrass bands like this is real like i'm looking at like three different videos very real we'll get this up for you wrqk.com shortly John Legend. Let's
2: make the most of every moment tonight. I don't know who's gonna kiss you when I'm gone. Everybody. So <laughs> I wanna really love you now. Everybody. Like it's all I have. I know it'll kill me when it's over. I don't wanna think about it. I want you
0: to love me now. I don't know who's <laughs> Gonna kiss you I'm it's a gone. decent idea for a song. We've all been there where it's like, this person's probably not going to be long term here. Like, this isn't probably the best decision I've ever made, but I want to do this. I'm attracted to you. Uh, we're polar opposites, but let's still try to do this. Uh, it's probably going to end poorly. Somebody else is going to be in this position,
1: but love me right now because we just need it. Yeah, plenty of relationships you know aren't going to last forever. And that's okay. Like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, if I'm not going to be with this person for the rest of my life, I can't spend any time with them. And I disagree like, with that. You can learn a lot from people. Yeah, I mean, there is something to be gained there. And don't get me wrong, there's plenty of times the opposite is true, where it's like, dude, this is not going to work. I know it's not going to work. I should get rid of you. But, you know, there there is something about, like, hey, let's make it through this moment. You right. Know? My girlfriend loves John Legend and loves his wife, Chrissy Teigen. Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. I'm not the biggest Teigen fan.
0: There's something weird about
1: Chrissy Teigen's cheeks. A little too chipmunky for you? Yeah, a little bit there. Sorry, sports illustrated swimsuit issue model. Your face a little too round for very. I just, <laughs> she's not
0: my first choice. She's a little Chloe Kardashian-esque, which is weird because I totally would ban Chloe. But uh,
1: well, let's be real—you would ban Chrissy Teigen too, dude. Like, <laughs> all right, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, I let's guess. let's not. Uh, yeah, let's not get too far out, of, out ahead
0: of myself, but yeah, Chrissy Teigen wouldn't be in my top five or anything, top ten or anything. like there's new John Legend, Love Me Now. Phantom, give me the vote on that.
1: Not a turd! I don't think that's going to be a big hit record. I really don't. Um It's not going to be, especially con- compared to his, his last hit record. Um But when my girlfriend's like, Hey, I want to listen to the new John Legend record while we clean the apartment on Sunday. I'll be like, alright. You're not going to skip that song. Yeah, I'll be like, alright, well, let's do that. So I'm not a turd am I. I'm, like, uh, I'm going to go
0: with half a turd.
1: It's eh, half a turd.
0: Because I feel like we... While listening to the song, found things to talk about that weren't the song, because the song, that's how forgettable it was to me. Yeah, it was forgettable just, for sure. It was just kind of like, eh, there it was. And like I said, I think going to you were going to swing and miss. After all of me, there's just going to be a space where you don't have a song that breaks as big anywhere near as that, just because of how big that song ended up being. We have your country song of the week next. It's Low Cash with Ring on Every Finger on New Tour Tuesday, next on Rock 106.9. Hey guys, you got Sansbury here for CSE Federal Credit Union. I've been banking with them since taking this job at Rock 1069 and I absolutely love how local they are. They got three convenient locations for me and they just gave me my new debit card. I now have access to 30,000 surcharge free ATMs. I'm paying no ATM fees with CSE. Check out more info at cscfcu.com. Now, with Black Friday right around the corner, everybody's going to be looking to get their shopping done. Whether you need a loan or just a credit card, CSE is here to help you out. Like I said, more info can always be found at cscfcu.com. For Tuesday. Welcome back to the Stands Ray Show on Rock 169, online for you, WRQK.com. Your next opportunity to be a thousand dollars richer will happen with Fishhead at 10 a.m. this morning. We're in the middle of New Turd Tuesday, brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino. We already played you the new John Legend Love Me Now. Fantone voted not a turd on that one. I voted half a turd. Kind of felt like it's a forgettable song there. Moving on now with Low Cash. This is. A bro country band, I guess, is the best way to describe those guys. And look, these guys are totally guilty of all the stuff that people like hate about country music. This band. Solidifies like a lot of that stuff. Like very Florida
1: Georgia line ish. Like when people are like, I don't like that, I can get that. Is this the winger of Bro Country? Is this I mean, is, is this the step too far? Is this like, oh my god, enough?
0: If Florida Georgia line's the winger, this is the warrant. Okay. okay. It's, it's kind of like the winger warrant like tour of of that. Yeah, there, there's a, I understand why people like when they tell me they don't like Low Cash, I get it. Like I can understand that. Here's Low Cash with ring on every finger.
1: So, this is country music now,
2: huh? I've got a pound in
1: my chest,
2: baby. Oh, no, no. Feels like
1: I'm 17 again. 17 again. I hate when rappers put those effects on their music. They just auto tune their voices, and rappers that can't sing, they don't just know sing. what they're doing. Jeez, just no, no. no talent. Just sing. Yeah, just sing into a microphone. like I'm 17 again.
2: 17 again a of
1: my pocket lately. It's probably Samsung Galaxy Note S7 right there,
2: right? <laughs> I ain't getting down on one knee. Girl, I'm getting on two. Might be over the top, but I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna do. I'll put a reel in everything.
0: Did he just say he's gonna try on her last name to see if it fits? I think
1: so. What?
2: Go oh,
0: try my last my name.
1: Okay, thank God, crisis averted. I was like, whoa. That that being said, doesn't it? I mean, these vo- vocals sound very muffled to me. Like yeah. I can't. I can't pull them out.
0: I'll put a real Oh, I get it now. He's gonna put a ring on every one of his fingers so everybody else knows he's taken. He's, the, oh.
1: he's he belongs to her. There, that doesn't. it you just look like a drug dealer. You start putting pinky rings on and stuff. Nobody's like, oh, dude, he's really, really. <laughs> oh married. my gosh,
0: that's Steven Tyler. Yeah. The dude's got jewelry
1: on every finger. Honestly, if you feel like you have to do that, it's like, dude, you're definitely cheating on. her. like, no, I'll put a bunch of rings on, babe. Like, no, dude, I'm definitely not cheating on you. Oh, the overcompensating. Oh, moves. for sure. Oh, I never thought of that. No, you don't have anything to worry about. I got a ring on all my fingers. Look at me go
0: these guys had two pretty big hits already off this record uh, i love this life what ended up being a pretty big song for them and i know a guy is like a song that's charting for them right now that's that's doing pretty well um I expected this to be more in line with those, and while I'm waiting for this to be more in line with those there, (laughs) this new low cash, ring on every finger.
1: It doesn't even, not even remotely country, dude, not even remotely. What about this is country? You know what I'm saying?
0: I I, got to agree there. And a lot of this stuff isn't necessarily like direct country. Like a lot of Thomas Rhett isn't directly country either, but he at least
1: makes decent records. Well, decent records. And at least there's like a a nod to country. And even if it's just a forced twang on your voice or just having like a a different sound of guitar, Or can tell you grew up in the area and it just kind of creeps into your style. This just sounds like, I mean, somebody is making a, a crappier train record. You're right, this is a bad train record.
0: That's a good
2: analogy. nothing be sweeter than you in that
1: Hey, that's that's train right
2: there. Yeah. My
1: 1017. The 80s that he's at now. At least Sam Hunt throws that like twang up on it. You know what I mean? He tries. See all
0: this stuff that people like really hate, like all these records that people feel like they don't like, and that's not country at all. I, if you dig deeper, you found out he wrote like T-shirt. I think by Thomas Rhett wrote that. Vacation for Thomas Rhett. Sam Hunt wrote that. Like, dude, he he's the guy that writes a lot of this stuff. I, dude, Sam Hunt's ruining everything. <laughs> dude, he just ruins everything. That guy sucks. Don't you know that Although he wrote Cop Car for Keith Urban, and that's one of the greatest songs ever.
2: Yeah, I, I
0: like if I heard this, much like when I heard Beautiful Drug by the Zac Brown Band, I was driving home that day, and I had to look at the radio station that was on the radio in my car, because I was like... What the hell am i listening to because i thought i was on a country station i was like dude beautiful drug by Z- this, is like, this sounds like a pop record this is this, this, it's so far removed from country music altogether and i would do the same thing with this you're they, dude, that sounds like train and just not good train's normally pretty good This is one of those like, duos that like, there's two guys in this band, right. and I'm starting to think, and I'm, maybe I'm wrong about this, but I think the, the other guys sang the primary part of the vocals on the other songs, but those two were better than this, and that might be the reason there. I mean, imagine, dude. You know what this is? This is the poor man's Florida Georgia line. Like that's how far the right. That's how far the world's got. Where we need a watered down Florida Georgia line.
1: Throw that C ring on, maybe. Jeez. Throw a ring up on the eleventh finger.
0: Jeez, Uh, dude, I'm not comfortable with that. (laughs) I'm not.
2: Come on, come on. Oh, my
0: God. He's going to flip that Mr. Misses.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I did it again. It's so good. Got to get it in there twice. Stansberry. Well, if anything's good, you do it twice.
0: You know, like I said to start this out, like when people tell me they don't like low cash or they hate low, like I get it, like I do. I can understand the knock on low cash.
1: So is he proposing to her? Or is he just saying that, like, oh, I would do this? Because honestly, your girl's gonna be pretty pissed if you're putting a ring on every finger except for hers, bro. Like, don't just say he's trying Ooh. to make it fit, like. Ooh.
0: Oh, maybe I got it wrong. Maybe he's not putting a ring on every one of his fingers. Maybe he's putting one on every one of hers. On all of hers. Yeah, he's going to put a ring on every finger. Dude, you might have to write a couple of more good songs, though, before you can afford it. I don't know if this song is going to be able to buy you that.
1: <laughs> God, dude, I love it. During the commercial break, I said to Stan's like, oh, there's only two more breaks, dude. We got this. It's going to be easy. fine. Now that, easy. We're, now that we're through this song, yeah, I don't know, said to me, man.
0: he said to me during the break, he's like, dude, don't worry. He's like, you're almost on the golf course, man. It's like, just, you got to make it through Low Cash and Metallica and then you're home.
1: Oh. God, that was awful, dude. dude. That was awful.
0: Yeah, we could vote once as a show. That was a turd. It's a turd. Like I said, those guys had two pretty big hits already this year They with, uh, you know, I Love This Life and uh, I Know a Guy, and both those songs are
1: pretty good. I still, okay, so they had two uh, pretty big songs in country music. It's not like those were like songs that took over the nation. How did they end up singing the national anthem at game two of the World Series in Cleveland? I don't know. In I, Cleveland, it yeah. It made no sense, dude. made no sense. Like First if all,
0: Nashville had a baseball team and right. they were in it, and like, yeah. Yeah, right. Okay, those guys, they live right around the corner. Go grab
1: them. And, dude, they sucked, too. It wasn't like it was like good. Did they? Like, eh, I dude, didn't hear it. Was, it. It, was, it just looked like it was like two bro country guys singing singing the national anthem, which, I mean, I guess it was. But it, it was very much like you pick two dudes out of Kicking Country and Bolivar and we're like, hey, dude, come on, guys, come on. We're singing the national anthem right there. At least with that Rachel Platt, and nobody knows who she is, but at least she could sing. Were they able to sing without standing in the bed of a truck? I didn't know those guys could do that. Right, dude, just bare feet and, 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 and red dirt roads. And, it's dude, it was awful.
0: Kicking up dust. There, yeah. It was awful. Oh, my God. That, Check the dust up. That song was really, really bad. We have one final song for New Jer Tuesday brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino, and it's from Metallica. You'll hear it next on Rock 106.9. <laughs> Hey guys, you got Stansbury here for High Voltage Indoor Karting. It's Northeast Ohio's first, fastest, and longest indoor high-performance electric go-karting track. If you haven't been out there yet, no better time than October Fast. It's the time. The October Fast special is killer. Check this out. Monday through Friday from noon to 6 p.m. You get two races for 25 bucks, and at 6 o'clock till close, you get two races for 30 bucks. October Fast is going on at High Voltage Indoor Karting. Find out more at HighVoltageKarting.com.
1: They're not. New Turd
0: Tuesday. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show and nearing the end of New Turd Tuesday. Brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino Northfield Park. There, we played you New John Legend. Fantone and I were split on that. He voted not a turd. I voted half. Then we played you the new Low Cash Ring on Every Finger. That was abysmal. We both voted turd on that one. Time now for the third and final song of the program, and we have a new offering from Metallica here. Lots of new Mattel can use it recently. Yeah. This is Atlas Rise on New tur Tuesday.
1: Okay. I like the return to the thrash sound.
0: it's my headphones, but I can hear that snare drum more than I can hear anything else.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Is that right? The mix sounds off to me too, and I didn't know because I kind of said the same thing about the last song, but there's something definitely off about that. Maybe it's the um, hey, we're going back to the thrash down and let's try to cover up James's ex- inability to sing. Hey, hey, you know, he's gotten older, there's no question sure. about it. And I can even remember after Fuel and Refuel where it was like, dude, you can just tell this guy's voice is starting to fall apart. Just th- ripped up. I mean, I mean, dude, they were road dogs, Metallica. Nobody played on the road more than those guys. And uh, what was the name of that movie? Some Kind of Monster? Yeah, where, where there was it was yes. uh, the documentary about them or whatever. Where you and, went to like singing school and stuff. Yeah, I can remember, you know, Watching that and just being like Oh dude James Hetfield's not able To do this anymore So maybe it's one of those Where it's like Hey We're we're We're, sh- be. we're trying to sound More aggressive And to cover up his inability To really have that snarl Like Could he be, used yeah. to Could be I feel like musically If you would've told me Like hey Dude this is an old Metallica song That You may you, have fallen for it you, you, You've never heard before I'd be like oh, Okay but, I mean, you can tell his voice is... Yeah, it's different. For sure, it's different. It's not 1989 anymore for the guy. I'll say, though, that lyrically, it's
0: not as bad as that. The first song we played from them, lyrically, was a, was terrible. It was just a mess.
1: Destruct, life sucks! Yeah, book. That, yeah, or something like Hard that. to
0: self destruct.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything sucks. Destruct. I
0: mean, it was just paint by numbers garbage that song. But this is at least a little bit better than that was. Again, like the la- I remember the second one we played sounded just like Seek and Destroy. This sounds just like... like The, the, the breakdown in that sound sounds exactly like one of their previous records, and
1: I'm f- struggling to figure out which one it is. What, are you telling me all Metallica songs sound the same, Sandsbury? For- Shh, don't tell them. Don't tell Metallica fans don't that. T- don't tell them. Oh, my God. If you tell
0: Metallica fans that their music's the same exact thing as rap and country music, they'll freak out.
1: Even though it totally is, you hypocrites.
0: I'm gonna find it i'm gonna listen to every metallica album i have and i'm gonna find it i i, I know that song it's master of puppets master oh it might be master skies, it's close enough eyes, Atlas, which if you're gonna rip off one of your own songs that's a pretty good one to rip off there master puppets pretty good record there
1: All good. That's all, yeah, man. Yeah, it's,
0: it's middle of the road, fastball, Metallica stuff there. Yeah. Had I heard this song first, I would have been more interested to hear the album.
1: heavy there is the crown beaten there it down is. and broken there it is oh. heavy is the
0: crown the devil beats you down
1: rock music's so different it's just so different well the
0: depth of the lyrics uh, really is what separates like the, the like the great rock bands uh, no seriously the depth of lyrics is what separates rock bands from Luke Bryan
1: yeah Yeah, completely. You you guys
0: are crazy. I've been trying to tell you this now for three years. Your favorite songwriters are no better than Jason Aldean and Luke Bryan. They're just not. Dude, lyrics are always going to suck. You know why? Because a song needs to be four minutes and you got to repeat the chorus twice. So how great did you think the rest of it was going to be? Sometimes you don't know the lyrics and these songs suck because you can't make them out, you can't understand them. You hate Luke Bryan's songs because you can't understand every word he says. Rock bands just hide it and you go, that's cool because it's loud. Snare drum's annoying, though. The, heavy the heavy Atlas. But Kirk Hammett being Kirk Hammett. There you go. There's brand new Metallica, Atlas, Rise, Phantom, Give me the vote.
1: Not yeah. a turd. Yeah. Pretty good stuff right there. Musically, like I said, I felt like it was uh, exactly where I wanted it to be, a, uh, a a Metallica fastball. And as far as James Hetfield goes, I mean, he performed on par with everything else happening in that song. So I'm going to say not a turd there. Any other band from
0: that era releasing music in 2016, I would always say, well, you know, you gotta you gotta give them a little leeway. It's not their era anymore. They're older. They're you can't expect their music to be as good as it was when you're growing up. But I've always judged Metallica a little har- more harsh because they're Metallica. They're Metallica, yeah. But in the interest of fairness, I probably shouldn't. And this is the best offering off this new record I've heard. That was Atlas Rise, and I gotta vote not a turd on that song. Not a turd. If I were in the rightful position at this radio station that, ah. I, sh- that I should be, which is ah. which is music director. I would add that record to this radio station, and that we would be playing that, and Kramer would be hitting you over the head with that song every single
1: afternoon. It sounds like a song you've already heard. Like, yes. like, if you're a Metallica fan, you already kind of know, like, Agreed. all right, here's where the breakdown comes. Agreed. That makes me very interested to hear the rest of the album, and uh, again,
0: would uh, would have me more confident to go see a Metallica show yeah. after uh, having heard that. So that's it for the show, though. We are done for the day. Yeah. It's game six tonight, guys. Go Tribe. That's I don't know what else to say more than that. I feel like we get a win tonight, so does Fantone. So we will celebrate a World Series victory tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. Have a great day.